across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. For those about to talk, we salute you. Talk Radio. Ash, can you leave the studio, mate? Your show's finished, buddy. This is not our last hour. No, mate. It's my first hour. The show's finished. I've got to change the clocks again, everyone. I forgot. Yeah, out. I always do that. Out. Unbelievable. Thank you. See you later, mate. Yeah. Outrageous behaviour. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Mom and Dad had trouble just getting along, so they split each in their own way. Now one lives here and one lives there, and my wife's folks did the same. Got a son, he's got next to no one. Everybody's so spread out. He's got his next to kin, right next to him. But after that, we've learned to say. Wait, four 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 nine nine is the phone number. Don't call though. I'm having all sorts of problems here with my wires and my bits and pieces and all that kind of stuff. We're in. We're ready to go. Uh, this is Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Let me just make sure we're facing the microphone properly. Catherine's in the studio with me. Yeah. Good evening. Uh, we're going to go live, live to New York City. Um, ever been to New York? Yeah. Um, That's why I got engaged. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Central Park. Your husband's not American. Nope. Ooh, that was a mistake. Um. What did you eat there? Subway. Wow. I'd, we oh. were really poor. Um, he was poorer. Pizza. I had pizza. 
And they do big pizzas. We went there and we said, we were so hungry. We said, two pizzas, please. And they go, are you sure? Yeah, we want two pizzas. What are you talking about? Because we know what uh-huh. we can eat. And so, okay. And he only brought one. He was clever. He said, he only brought one. He said, I brought one. If you want another, we'll make it up. It was flipping massive. Yeah, yeah It was yeah. the size of the moon. You can never have a starter in America. No, 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 no. The breakfasts. Well, wow. awesome, aren't they? Yeah, but why do they put like syrup on everything? Because they're dirty. Their bacon is wrong. It's like yeah. it, it just like it snaps. Mm-hmm. It's it's too too crispy. But the breakfast portions, I mean, you can get um, very large portions in the United States yeah. of America. In New York, more so than I'm going to say it. Los Angeles, which I'm, which I think is um, the worst place in the world. I've never been to Los Angeles. It's awful. I've been to San Francisco, which is very nice. I like it. Very hilly. Yeah, I've been, I've been to Boston. Boston. And I've been all over New England. Um, I have not done. I've been to Seattle. Oh, I've been. There. I went and saw Bruce Lee's grave. Oh yeah, you told me about. Yeah, that. I did. I was, I was having a really rubbish time filming this, this, this thing, and. Um, I knew that Bruce Lee's grave, Bruce Lee was buried in Seattle, and so I went and I found it. Mm-hmm. And it was, I'll be honest, one of the most touching moments of my life. It wasn't, I was knackered. It's, you had to walk uphill. It's about two hours, and then you, you stayed there and I had to get back. Well, he only wants uh, ninja pros to get up there. That's racist, mate. Wow. Bruce Lee was Chinese, the ninjas are Japanese. <laughs> That's actually racist. Don't diss Bruce Lee. Bruce I'm Lee. not dissing Bruce Lee. Well, you are. Only if he wasn't, if he was here at now, you wouldn't he diss would, him. He would give, kick me in the windpipe. Anyway, the reason we're talking about Bruce Lee is we have one of America's greatest Bruce Lee experts on. Uh, no, we haven't. We've got uh, Amanda. Hey, hello, Amanda. Hi, Ian. Hi, proper cast. How are you? Now, for those who don't know, right, this is Amanda Nazario who presents a radio program. Now, I get confused. The main station, Amanda, you're based in New York. That's why we started talking about New York. You, you are there, aren't you? That's right. Yes, okay. I live in New York. The station that I'm a part of, WFMU, is in New Jersey, but it's really close to New York. It's WFMU. That's a proper. Okay, I'm going to ask some some like clever questions but some stupid questions. And it's up to you to decide which is which. <laughs> oh, great. That's good. <laughs> what? Um, why do all, radio, all the radio stations in America, why are they like WFMU or WKRP? Why, why are they four letters? Uh, actually, in, uh, east of the Rockies, they are W, and then west of the Rockies, they are K. Oh. Uh, so there, you know, there's a really great West Coast radio station, uh, for example, called KEXP. But what um, are the letters for? Why do, they, why do they have all those letters? It's, a, it's something from a long time ago. It's the designation, the, the reason. Uh, I don't know. I actually don't know. Okay. You, were, <laughs> so. well, you excellently, though, Amanda, you started to go with it. And you, then she confessed. She confessed. I started to go with it, but then I didn't want to make something up. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it has something to do with uh, assigning a channel and a license. Um, like a call and... sign type thing. Yeah, right. Now, WFMU, the reason... Right, okay. for those who don't know, right, WFMU is brilliant. And I have literally only dipped my toe in there. Because ages and ages... People will probably know I'm a massive radio geek and I love radio. And I'm kind of bored of radio in this country. There's not a lot going on. Um, And so ages and ages ago, I was on Twitter and I said, Hey, guys, anything um, in the world I should be listening to on the radio? And I had several people... Were you one of the people that got in touch, Amanda, and said you should be listening to WFMU? I think I said you should be listening to my program oh, specifically God, so because sweet. we. the reason why I followed you on Twitter is because 
make so much of the same music. Right. So, uh, yeah, that was my shameless self-promotion, which I almost never do. So, well, it, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, was, it, I was it being worked, brave. man. It worked because I then went and looked at WFMU, the schedule, and it's—I mean, it looks amazing. But there's just there's too much stuff to choose from. You I showed me that. It's like a school timetable, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. got loads it is, of it's yes. so varied. But you're am I right, uh, Amanda, that you're on like a digital sort of sister station to WFMU? I am, yes. My station is called Give the Drummer Radio, uh, which is one of a few sister stations. That's a good way of putting it. They're alternate streams uh, and they are just online. Uh, and the main signal is also online, which means that in the UK you could listen to it and you can really listen to it all over the world. Um, and it was founded by a guy named Doug Shulkind, who is an excellent WFMU DJ, but who, uh, who had to leave town because his wife got a new job and uh, his family left and went to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, and, and the management at WFMU allowed him to do his show from Pittsburgh remotely. Oh. That's that's and cheating. Then, uh, he gave. It's <laughs> cheating. It's the ultimate cheat. It's wonderful. <laughs> it may, it means that any of us who decide to move to a different city will be able to now, still be on FMU we'll somehow. Talk, we'll talk about this, the, the, the the whole of WFMU. I want to talk about your show though, because you I don't really listen to music radio very often. I don't, do you, Kath, are you, are you a fan of music radio? Yeah, or? I do, and I really like the trashy stuff as well uh, as the classic I'm, stuff. And there's I, there's no shame in that. <laughs> I, I, but I'm I'm more of a speech fan. Listen to Talk and LBC and, and Five Live and, and no, not Five Live actually. It's terrible. Um, but um, Radio Four and stuff like that. So I was kind of intrigued. What you do with your show, which is great, is Amanda, is you you have a playlist and you'll you'll sh- you'll share the playlist, um, so you can go back to past episodes and see what you played. And I kind of looked through that, and I never click on links, so it was lucky. And I kind of looked through that, and I went, <laughs> "Oh, there's some stuff that I love. There's some obscure stuff by some bands I quite like, but don't know much about. And there's some stuff I've never heard of. And it was just the right mix of all these different things. I remember. Oh, thank you for saying that. That's wonderful. I mean, that's. It's not on purpose that I do it that way, but that's what my tastes are. I like to discover things that I've never heard before and mix them in with things that I love and even things that I dislike or things that I used to yeah. dislike when I was a kid. I revisit them and, and they're good now, you know. Go on, Kathy, you're going to well, say something. Well, yeah, I just remember you coming into work the next day saying, so I've heard the best radio station in the world. <laughs> You've got to listen to this. Because, you know, it had everything and it, and it was that kind of, you know, these days you can pretty much select what you want to listen to. I know, I listen to a 90s radio station. You know what you're going to get and, and, and pretty much it is the same songs on repeat. But with this, you know, it's back to the old days when you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. And sometimes you sit through something that you weren't so crazy about. And then there's a gem there yeah. that you had never heard of before. And it leads you along this path of, you know, discovery again. And it is, it was, it was for me. And I can't, you know, I can't remember any of the band names now. But there was one show I was listening to. And I was just writing everything down going, right, I'm going to have that. Right, I'm going to buy that out. Everything was, oh, was, was just... Thank you. A, I'm so, so flattered by this. You, what you get from that, what I get from your show is that you love that music. I, I'm guessing you go and choose the music yourself, do you? Always. Oh, yes. It's all, And that's the same for all of us DJs at, at the station. We are allowed to just do whatever we want. Um, and uh, on the alternate streams, we're not even bound by the FCC rules because it's all online, which means that I can swear and wow. I can play songs that swear. Yeah, I mean, it's really, it's 
very free. And it's you do a mixture. You, 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 I love it when you go, you just go, oh, I was in the record store today. By the way, Bleecker Street Records is the greatest record store in the world. Although last time I went, they didn't have as many bootlegs, but they did have a fat cat. <laughs> but you go, you, you come in, you go, well, I bought, I bought this record today and I'm going to play it just because I like it. And it's like a really crackly, you know, scratched old record. And it sounds awesome. And you don't get that in this country. <laughs> no one, no one chooses their own music. A, f- a few shows on Six Music, they will. But generally, it's all playlisted by a computer. We got away with it for a bit. We were inspired by yeah, you, Amanda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, there was a record store around the corner from, from the place we used to work in, and we used to go and get lost in there for, you know, an hour or so, and yep. come back the next day. And he'd be like, right, listen to this. And it was almost like we were dueling, you know, oh, I want to play. You know, like, sometimes you go out with your friends, and maybe you end the night back at someone else's house, and you go, oh, you've got to listen to this. And then the other guy says, oh, well, if you like that, then you're going to love this. And you end up kind of swapping tunes and, and, and going on about music. That's kind of... How oh, we yeah, ended up, we, wasn't it? We totally upped to, I mean, we, we, listen, we were a BBC local radio station and now we're on a speech station, so we, we, we certainly had strict limits, but we totally right. upped our game in terms of the music when I discovered Amanda's show. It was yeah. like, right, right, yeah. this is going on. How, how did you... You're, now, you, your show... Let's, let's get the plugs in, So I want to make sure people do check this out. If they want to listen... <laughs> okay. How do they listen to it? Where do they find it? Uh, I'll give you the link to the playlists, and there are links uh, when you click through there to download the archives so you can listen to any of the shows that I've done in the past five years. Okay. Uh, it is WFMU.org. Hang on, I'm typing this in. WFMU.org, yep. Go on. Slash playlists. Playlists or playlist? Playlists, plural. Playlists, plural. Yes. Slash A-N, which is my initials. OK, I'm going to tweet that in a second so that people can go and, um, go and find it. And, it re- and, and, it re- and and there'll be songs in there you hate. And that's brilliant. You know, that's brilliant. I, I, guaranteed, I, guaranteed there will be one song in there you yeah, hate, at least. And, and I, the thing is, I, 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 I've listened to it before and I've heard two songs I've hated in a row. And I thought, but, I, but I've enjoyed it because I thought that uh, means I'm really going to love the third one when mm-hmm. it comes on. Um, uh, you, you only do, you, you do, is it two hours a week you do, Amanda? It's two hours a week, Wednesday afternoons, and since it's archived, people can listen to it starting that evening, anytime, you know. And, What's and WFM? To it on demand. I, we, were, we had a big, long, geeky email exchange where, where I was trying to get you to explain to me how a station like WFMU works, because it, it's completely alien to us. How is it funded? It's not advertising, is it? No, not at all. And that's what makes the programming so good. Uh, We just collect money from our listeners, and uh, most of that money comes uh, once a year when we do a pledge drive uh, called the WFMU Marathon, and that's when we all have a party and uh, invite listeners to come and answer phones for us and take donations over the phone, and uh, in, in response, we give them gifts and bumper stickers and all kinds of cool things. Is that... Uh, and is, that's is, where... I was going to say, is that usual in the States? Because that sounds extraordinary to us here. It is very unusual. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are public radio stations in the States, but a lot of them are underwritten, you know, by corporations. And so you do hear things on those stations that sound like a commercial. You know, major funding is given by the such-and-such yeah. foundation. Uh, and on WFMU, you never hear that. There was a film being made about WFMU, wasn't there? Yes, yes. It's called Sex and Broadcasting, and it is out. Is it out now? I'm, I missed it because I saw the trailer for it. when it, I think it was being crowdfunded. I'm not sure. I saw the trailer. The film is out now, is it? It was. 
Hmm. It is, yes. I, I went to see a screening of it. Uh, I don't know that it's uh, in Europe yet, but yep. it is in the States. What was the film... Do you remember that film I found on DVD, yeah. Kath, about some old guy? I think you know who I'm talking about, Amanda, but I'm going to be try and be... I won't be very specific. It was this documentary about this old hippie guy <laughs> who did a show it. in the States, and in the 60s and 70s, it was like this great counterculture underground thing, yeah. and then he got shafted by the man. What was that? What was that film? Do you remember? I can't think what it was. It was called. called Radio Unnameable. It was yeah. very good, very good film. Boom, and that was awesome. And he, he is he kind of like <laughs> a character in the American in, in the New York radio scene because it was it it sound, again another film where it made me go. Well, I've got to up my game. He a had bit. a social conscience. He yeah. created community, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. That's what it sounded like. Oh, it was wonderful. And he is a character in the New York scene to people of a certain age, right. you know, this sort of aging hippie contingent that you see less and less. I mean, really tragically less and less uh, as the years goes on, go on in New York because New York is getting so expensive and, yeah. you know, people who love their community and uh, are into grassroots organization like that are being priced out of their neighborhoods. It's, it's really terrible. Well, well you, you, so. you, we've, we've kind of shared a few guests. Um, uh, I've certainly, I got John Sebastian because you, you, um, you kind of pointed me in the right direction of where to go, <laughs> hence playing the John Sebastian show. So thank, thank you for that. Thank you so much for playing John Sebastian at the top of the show, too. That was wonderful. It's I know you're a, um, you're a huge Loving Spoonful fan, aren't you? Did you get to meet him when you interviewed him, or did you do it on the phone? I did it on the phone, and I had met him, like, a couple weeks before that when I went to his show. Uh, and I was so shy, and I, like, could barely <laughs> even shake his hand. I was stammering in front of him. Uh, but then when I later approached him with an email saying, like, oh, listen, you know, I'm sorry uh, that I didn't say this in person, but, you know, can we please have a phone interview? He, was, he just couldn't have been more gracious, and he was very nice. He, he, here's here's yeah. the thing, and I don't want to broadcast this too loudly. He replies to his own emails when you send them via the website. It was, I couldn't believe it when I said, hmm, I mean, just wondering if uh, Mr. Sebastian will be interesting to talk. He replied, yeah, when do you want to do it? Signed, J.S. That's the coolest thing <laughs> yes, ever. I will. Well, who, who's, the, uh, who's the coolest... Right, and, yeah, he, the... John Sebastian to one side, Amanda. Who's the coolest guest you've had? Well, I've only had one other guest besides him, and oh. that was you, so I guess... Oh, hey! There we go. You yes, knew sir. that. That's why you phrased I it in that you way. about one year ago. Yeah. Yes, that was you did. I came on your show. It was, it was the coolest. Uh, the coolest thing. What other things are on WFMU? What what uh, what are the other shows that we might find if we dip in there? Because it, it seems like pretty much everything is catered for. You can find a uh, beautiful one-hour-long country show uh, on Wednesdays. Uh, you can find. A show about sports, believe it or not, uh, a call-in show where people talk about sports uh, in the WFMU fashion. Um, You can find hip-hop radio. You can find uh, lots and lots of rock radio. It's especially good, uh, you know, for people like us who really like 60s and 70s and 80s rock. Uh, But there's plenty of lots, like very, very avant-garde stuff, too. Uh, And there are shows where people just talk and talk. I mean, including mine. I talk quite a bit about The Simpsons. You know, if you like The Simpsons, you would probably like my show, too. Are there any shows Um, where there are like a couple of limeys, maybe a guy with a beard, no really glamorous? Kind of producer with the brains. What? Have you got any of those? 
Not yet. <laughs> uh, but if you contact me, I can put you in contact with you know the person to I've, to send I've, a pitch to. I've already like. I've already tapped um, Amanda up for for work, guys. Uh, listen, <laughs> I'm I'm totally there. I would love if the guy where's he gone to Pittsburgh? He, he's doing a show in. If he can do a show in there or Pennsylvania, it is, we can do one in London for crying out loud. Well, you think you would think absolutely that. yes, absolutely you can. Um, Amanda, so the show's every Wednesday. My, the bloody internet's down here annoyingly, so I'm going to tweet the link, uh, your link, um, uh, in uh, a little bit. What do you? you uh, do, I, what, what's the plan? Is there a plan for you? Do you want to do more shows? I mean, you, you you can't. Do you get paid for working there, or is it kind of all voluntary? I Everyone's do not chipping get paid. in, right? Yeah, no, nobody, none of the DJs get paid at all. There's a very small office staff, and they get paid, you know, just to do the mailings and everything, but none of the on-air staff get paid. Um, And, I I mean, I would love to do radio, but I only want to do radio like this. So I don't expect to ever get paid. Uh, I'm actually a dog walker and a pet sitter. I have my own business. Oh, uh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. And, yeah, do- and that's, uh, that's, that's my gig, you know? Wow. Dog, now, because dog, dog, I've got, I've got beef with dog walkers, Amanda. <laughs> you do? I've really? got be- beef <laughs> with, know. well, do you, do you clean up the dog mess after all of the dogs? Yes, absolutely. That's part of it. Okay, you I've, have to. And now I've I've got a dog now, and I don't. I wish I hadn't bought it. It was a terrible mistake. I'm a cat person, um, <laughs> but I, I, I'm I'm noticing a lot of dog walkers, and a lot of them are here. Yeah, they they turn a blind eye. But the dog walking thing is very new here, and I think some of them are less professional than others. I mean, yes, yeah, chances. I that. see. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, Amanda, listen. It's always give give us. Tell what I'm gonna do. Give me that the uh, the link again because my internet isn't working. I'm gonna have to tweet it from my phone. So it's www.wfmu.org. Yep. Slash playlists. Playlists plural. Yes. Uh, playlists plural slash a n. Brilliant. And it, honestly, guys, so it that's is, Apple it, Nancy. Yeah. It is it is such a good show. And what I love about it is there are like little there are gaps, there are silences, there are bits where you're thinking. <laughs> There are Technical bits. gaps. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very but, unprofessional. No, but that's great. I love that. I hate all of this. That's, you, if you've ever listened to this show, you know that slickness is not in our repertoire at all. <laughs> you know, all. I, I, I love. I, I love would him. beg to differ. It sounds great. Well, you're very kind. It, 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 but I love the fact that, that that we get to kind of see behind the the, the, the curtains, uh, you know, so to speak. And um, it is just the best mix of music. And honestly, Amanda, when I discovered your show, I, I, Catherine, I came in the next day going, oh my God, I found this thing and it's absolutely incredible. Uh, and it, it, we, we, we upped our game. Yeah. It upped our game. So I really appreciate that. Oh you know. my goodness. Amanda? Well, I would like to say the same, the, the same to you because I, I feel like I should up my game listening to your uh, slick uh, <laughs> call-in show. Oh. Don't change a thing, man. Don't change a thing. You're How's brilliant. that for stammering? Hey, and, <laughs> and, and Amanda, listen, you're, you are welcome on any time. Any time you want to come on or you, you, you haven't, you know, we, I'm tr- I was trying to find a way. I wanted to get Amanda on, Catherine, since yeah. I knew we were going to have this gig, right? And I was trying to think of, of how we could do it you know, as like an American correspondent or like a, a 60s music. And I just couldn't find a way of doing it. So I thought we'd just get her on and just talk about her radio show. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah, of course we'll it's all right. That. Amanda, it's thank so nice to so talk much. to you. And thank you. And by the way, for that, let me indulge me for 30 seconds. I've got a record label, as you know, mm-hmm. 7A Records, and we release like monkeys-related things. And <laughs> Amanda was my... Um, I did work for you, too. You, I engineered one of the... You became an engineer. She, I found out that Mickey Dolenz and Peter Talk were doing... Uh, not, not 
Peter, Dr. Peter Noon from Herman's Hermits, were doing these talks in New York. And I got in touch with a man saying, you don't know anyone who could go and record it for me, do you? And we kind of eventually went, um... Could you do it? And she did, and she did an absolutely blinding job. And it was... Uh, you, oh, you, 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 I imagine you were quite terrified, because I was asking you to do something you'd never done before and go and record a live show, which is no mean feat, really. I was shaking. I was so terrified. But, you know, I, I made sure that uh, I had many backups, and I talked to many people <laughs> to make sure that I would do it right. And You did it brilliantly. <sighs> You did it absolutely it brilliantly. Relief. And um, um, it's lucky you, you didn't meet Peter Noon. He's quite a hard man to work with. <laughs> so we found out. <laughs> anyway, Amanda, lovely to talk to you. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you so much. Thank you both. Have a wonderful show. Thank Bye, you, Amanda. Amanda. There we go. Honestly, it is... Well, I love her. Uh, she's, she's brilliant. Uh, the show is absolutely brilliant, right? And it's, it's like... Um, I mean, it's not like anything in this country. This is no, the thing. because everything, right, everyone now is frightened to death of losing a listener by playing something that yep. they may not, that they may have a strong feeling yeah, about, yeah, yeah. right? So let's just keep it beige and everyone's not offended by it. But why not challenge, you know, I, I really believe that if you yeah. like music, yeah. you'll, you'll bear with it, you know? And she, well, well, I don't always get to listen to her shows live. I've not listened for a while, actually, because life has, has, has kind of moved things a little bit around for me. But she also has like a little chat room going on when the show's on and you can go in and kind of chat to people. And it's like really nice, not like Periscope here, where you get people being really rude. It's all just really nice... It's all me's and you's, you know. It's kind of, um, you know, people in their late thirties, early forties, and, and different ages. Geeking but out, geeking out, man. And Amanda joins in during the show, and they go, "Hey, what's this song, Amanda? It's great." And it's just, it's, it's. I, 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 if I could compare it to anything, it's just like a late night show on Six Music. But I wonder whether the attitude of the listener, you know, and the our listeners are, you know, I've, I've got to say, in the, for the most part, great. Oh, and, no, and brilliant. We do brilliantly well, yeah. We get some people who decide that this is the way to have a free pop of people. Yep, yep. And I wonder whether it's because we are getting paid and there is a perception that somehow uh, that makes us fair game. Yeah. I wonder whether the fact that she isn't means that they are more, I don't know, there's more of a kinship there. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I've just, I've just, I'm having terrible trouble with the internet. That's why there's no Periscope. And I'm just—I don't think that I'm trying to tweet on there, so I don't—I don't know what's going on, guys. We may have—we uh, may have no internet this evening, which is no. I've got it. Do you want to use my computer? Instead? Have you got it on your computer? Uh-huh. Have you got it now? Yeah. But do, but I'm trying to send a tweet and it won't work. Yeah, well, I've got a Twitter. And everything. Oh well. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I will tweet that link at some point this evening. I, I, I promise, and it, it, it's well worth checking out. American radio. Just I, I, I struggle to get my head around it. Right. Normal service is resumed. Oh eight four four four. 499-1000. Call us up. We'll call you after this. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh, wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's go to Paul. Evening, Paul. Hello. Hello, Paul. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is the internet not working? The internet is not working, Paul. Can Mine you turn is. your Can you turn your radio off, Paul? Um, uh, uh, well, I called in to say, mm, did you remember the Pokemon called Mano Man? Mano Man? Yeah. Yeah, with yeah. Chris Tarrant. Yes, I do. It's very raunchy. I liked it. I would like, mm, um, my on, once my online channel is converted to a paint and near service, yes. I would like the company to team up with the company who produced Man Man to make a kids version of Man Man called Gumpad 
hosted my, by me. A kid's version of Man O' Man called gu- Gunpad. Hosted by Paul and Shane. Yeah, uh, Paul and Shane. Pop stars. But, you, but, so hang on, you want a kid's version of Man O' Man called Gunpad? Hosted by me. We know, yeah, I know, I know you and Shane you know what are going to host it. You know what it means by guns, don't you? What, muscle? Do you mean muscles? Yeah. You I can't have a kid's show about their muscles, though, Paul. That's a little bit creepy. I'll, I'll be hosted by Paul and Shane. Paul and Shane are going to be doing it. But you can't, what, and so kids will be showing their muscles. Paul? I know that this, I know this, this is t- developed into a conversation and, and detracted from the monologue, but this is important. Look, the kids yeah. will be showing their muscles. Yeah. You can't have kids showing their muscles. Yeah. Be a pervert's paradise. It's a good name for a show, by the way. Write that down. There were the the, the, the cats. There weren't them. The, 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 the adults weren't weren't touch of kids. I'm, well, I'm glad the adults won't touch them. But the thing is, right, Paul, and it's. I'm glad that you. I do like the fact that you come up with um, with with shows for kids. But the adults don't need to touch the kids to get their kicks. That's the problem. Yeah. Let's see, let, let, but let's not be negative. Let's see if we can workshop this into something. What would what would the kids? So they're not going to show their muscles. They're going to be fully clothed. What would the kids have to do? Um, and uh, and I had an idea that the story and I'd be doing we and Pooh. Right. Back to the we and Pooh, Paul. You got you. The, you no, you're never going to get a program on the air. That has kids showing their muscles and doing wheeze and poos. I can tell you now, I've spent 15 Otherwise, years trying. It would have been done, yeah. Uh, exactly. I've spent 15 years trying, Paul. Yeah. It, it ain't going to happen, buddy. Mind you, they said that to Chris Evans. You go for it. No, I did. I'm just turning my computer off and turning it on again because I can't. You, you've got internet, have you? Yeah. Right, I'm going to. Well, I'm going to have to. Um... I hope that um, helps. Oh, no, he's got, he's got another one. Okay, go on. Well, um, an ambition I would like. When when have lot of money, I would buy ITV. How much money do you think ITV would cost you? Ooh, I need to earn money from the media company first. Right. This is from the money you're going to make from the Paul and Shane records. I'm, I'm my media company. Okay. Um, so what? Paul no, and I'm Shane my online channel. Okay. Like a Paul and Shane movie. My media company called it's going to be called the Magazine Channel. Okay. Well, um, it, I don't. I don't and and kids and the muscles is 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 currently a taboo subject. It, well, know? it's it's yeah, it's taboo for a reason. Yeah, yeah. In that it's borderline paedophilia. Yeah. It was, it was a, yeah, I, not. I think. Can I make a, Can I make a suggestion, Paul? Yeah. Go away. And give it a bit of a rethink. Well, um, if 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 the online channel is a success, yes, we've made lots of money. Yes, well, exactly, and I, I wish you the very best. And boy, oh boy, if, if Paul, if the online channel is a success and make lots and lots of money, you're going to look like an idiot. Well, I'm going to be knocking on his door, cap mm. in hand, and um, saying I can find some kids that are very muscular. <laughs> but I just, mm, you know. Yeah, I've got reservations. I've got reservations. Let's go to Baz. Evening, Baz. Hello. Hello. 
Hello. How's it going, Ian? Very weirdly, Baz. I've got no internet, so I'm, I'm trying to just tweet a link about um, Amanda's uh, radio station, but I'm listening. Yes, what you got for us? Um, is there any sort of particular theme that you want me to talk about, or can I mention something that I heard on your radio show a few days ago? Well, there's no there's no theme. You can call in about whatever you want. That's good. Because um, I watched The Imposter oh, yeah. uh, yesterday. Oh, yeah. How did that go? I, I, I don't know whether I was disgusted or... or kind of enthralled by the guy. Well, you could be both. Yeah, I suppose it was a bit of both. It, it kind of like, I was fascinated by him, but also hated him. Um, again, you can be both. You know, a lot yeah. of, a lot of people are, I'm, I'm, I am, okay, here we go. Let's, 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 let's play this game. Sorry if I'm, sorry if I'm kind of bringing stuff up. No, 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 old, and, no, no, and this is the, the you, well, good for you guys that you've done this. And to anyone, you can call out, call up about stuff I was talking about four years ago, if you want. I don't mind, isn't it? There's no thing. I am, um, both disgusted and fascinated by Joseph Fritzel. Mm. Yeah. Disgusted yeah, yeah. and fascinated. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the disgusting people are, are, are most often the most fascinating. Go on, Catherine, we're, we're bearing our souls here. Who are you disgusted and fascinated by? Well, easily, the Wests. Yeah, the Wests. I read, God, I read a book about the Wests. You, have you read the same one? Called, it's called Happy Like Murderers, I, and I, I wish I'd never read I, it. Don't, do not read that book. And that's not reverse psychology. Genu- like I would say, don't watch Threads. Do not read that book about mm. the West. Flipping it. I read it because I was doing um, a, for my journalism qualification. I was doing a cr- like crime specialism, and that was the big story at the time. And oh my goodness, you cannot, you know, you cannot believe what those people managed to like justify to themselves. And, that, and that's the thing, isn't it? You just sort of wonder how people live with themselves having committed these terrible things that you would, you know, you would never consider. You would, not in your wildest dreams. So yeah, I think it's. I think you're right to be fascinated yep. by by them because it's you're kind of wondering what on earth is going through their mind. Yeah, I mean, um, I kind of uh, after after I watched the, the the film and and then listened to the interview with the private. I forget his name now. The private Charlie American. Parker. Charlie yeah, Parker. He was he was brilliant. And what he a great storyteller. So, you couldn't have wrote him in a film. He was just fantastically. Mm-hmm. Non-stereo. He was. Uh, do you know what? I've, and I've, and I'm, I might reach out to him, as they say in America. And I actually said that yeah. genuinely in there. And I, I, that's the first time <laughs> I've said it. When I'm when I'm emailing Americans, I do use the yeah. phrase. I'm just reaching out to you because they like that. Yeah. But then yeah. I just said it for real. But I might reach out to him to see if he wants to come on again to talk he about was really good. Well, to talk about other really, really stuff, good. not to talk about the imposter because he'll be investigating other things. To talk about other stuff because he was such a good storyteller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and we spoke to him for forty five minutes, pretty much about the imposter. But I would love he was just such a good guest. The I thing thought about him is he's not a policeman. No, 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 no. He's just a bloke. Yeah, he's just a bloke who's really clever and kind of could pick up on such a minute detail, yeah. such as the ears in that instance. And, and I'm not being imagine. rude when I say I'm saying this be descriptive for anyone who's not seen the film. He's a big fat. Old man, and he looks brilliant. Yeah. He's got he's got the the kind of slightly long white hair that's, that's swept back. He's got braces, yeah. and, he's got braces on. Yeah. and you can just imagine him chewing a matchstick, can't you? And but he yeah. also comes out with the sort of stuff that yeah. gets like like squeezed out of you when you're at the police academy. Yeah. Do not express this kind of opinion. Yeah. Him saying that, you know, he said he felt that if that if he harmed that family, he would kill him himself. He said. He, yeah. Um, yeah, he, he also got that element of danger to him that's yeah. quite good. Yeah. And also, as well, and let's be honest, 
I suspect there was a slight bit of um, bullshine and, and theatrics in his storytelling, which is not a criticism oh, course, at yeah. all. It's all, you know, the thing about sitting there and getting the tapes out, the Michael Jackson tapes and weeping and stuff. <laughs> but beautifully delivered. It's, of course you want a bit of theatre in your, your crime. Of course you do. Yeah, um, no, yeah, and yeah. I, you, you, you will have heard, I'm, I'm guessing, Baz, that um, we, um, we got in touch with Frederick Bourdain and several people did on Twitter and he was thoroughly yeah. unpleasant to them. Thoroughly unpleasant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, when I saw that he'd been thoroughly unpleasant, I actually looked him up on, on Twitter yeah. um, and, and, and went through some of his feed and, and there's some horrific, horrific stuff. Oh, it's there. horrific. Yeah. It's, 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 it's he's a nightmare. really nasty, vile... Yeah abhorrent stuff. Well, he enjoys shocking people, doesn't he? It, it must be that. It, I, I can't fathom how you could be so horrifically nasty for, for no power reason. Well, Twitter's a place for that. To shock yeah, somebody, so. um, it, it is an incredible story. We're, we're, we've not ditched a, a, a film ring. I'm just... I decided we're not going to do it every two, three, four weeks. We're just going to do it when I find a film that, that blows my mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and those, both of those, uh, the, the uh, what was the first film we did? Oh, Kung, Kung Fu Elliot. Elliot. What, what we don't want to do is hit you with a limp one so you lose faith. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to wait. I'm just going to wait. And a film will come and catch me unawares. I'll put something on on Netflix because I'm bored. I won't be expecting much. And then 10 minutes into it, I'll be texting Kath going, oh, my God, you've got to see this film. <laughs> it's incredible. It. Um, What's this Kung Fu Elliot thing? Oh. I like mentioned this. Not, I've never watched it. You need to. Well, it, divide, it divides people more than The Imposter did in, in as much as a lot of people hated it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's a documentary on Netflix um, about this Canadian martial arts star who right. wants to become like the Canadian Chuck Norris, Jean-Claude Van Damme type thing, and he makes his own films. I've still not received those films from Canada. Ah. Maybe they he don't exist. He makes his own films. He makes kind of... his own films. I'm going to email and them it... and find out what's going on with him. And does he kind of like... Does he have like a... Her... A haram of people that kind of believe that he's the best, or does he kind of? Well, just... yeah, you need to watch it, Baz, and um, okay. you need to watch it, and you need to find out because um, it's a, it's a treat. Um, I do have another way of getting. They killed my cat from Hookie, um, uh, from um, Barry Hookie, uh, Uncle Don Lode. But um, I need to. I hope they haven't got lost in the post. That would be outrageous. Maybe they'd not sent them. It's driving me slacker. Baz, thank you very much for that. Uh, Kyle and Alan, stay there. Uh, if you want to come on the show, now is an excellent time to call in. Uh, I've not even. I've not even started to tell you about Go Ape yet. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleepover. Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Let's go to Alan. Hip 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 hip. Alan, how's the car? Oh, oh yeah. Sore point. What happened? Okay, so I had problems with my car last week. A light came on and um, it was juddering a little bit. I thought, uh oh, and um, I made the mistake of taking it to a garage. Um, not a, a main dealership or a reputable garage, but a garage that now I think about it, I think they did me over before. And yeah. I went and they replaced, and I'm using that word very, very loosely, 
the Lambda sensor for £310. It involved him um, taking the car to his mate's garage around the corner. Well, I couldn't find one around the corner because that guy has, um, is one of only three people in the country to have a Volkswagen computer and his is more up-to-date than Volkswagen itself, apparently. Oh, boy. Which, considering what happens next, is hard to believe. Yeah, 310 quid, right? So, yeah. he said, that should fix it. If it doesn't, bring it back and we can sort it out because I know what the other problem might be. I was like, all right. It worked. We left. We drove into town uh, a distance of of 20 minutes. It worked. Went and did our shopping, got back in the car. The light came on. I thought, Oh, dear. Yeah, oh, dear. I thought, there is... I've just spent 310 quid on this. There is not a chance in hell I'm going back to that dodge pot, right? But I thought, maybe it's just the light has come on. I'll stick with it. And it was driving fine. Then this weekend, I was driving to London. Started juddering. And I thought, right, okay. So I I brought the car back home. Bearing in mind, on Saturday, I'd paid a man £200 to do a bit of spray painting on a little scratch ad. So, so far, Alan, I've spent 510 quid on a car that looks good, but it don't work, right? Right. Took it into um, a Volkswagen dealership um, this morning. And what they do now is they do this thing now for no other reason than they can. The mechanic will film your car and send what? you the film of the car to point out what's wrong oh, with right. it, right? They do. That's uh, unusual. Well, it's what they do now well, because they can. No, when I got my new Mini, yeah. I had a, uh, a video of it first, of them showing me it to sort of whet my appetite, saying, your yeah. car's here, Catherine. Here's a little look around I didn't it. watch the video. So I showed you the interior. Yeah, showed me the whole I, lot. I didn't watch the video because I just wanted to see how much the damage was going to be. It was in for a service. That's 140 quid. It was going to cost me ninety nine pounds plus VAT for them to connect it to the computer. So that's that's already you're on you're on at two hundred and twenty five quid, and then it would be parts and labour. The bill came back. I was expecting five hundred. Urgent work, fifteen hundred quid. <gasps> Bloody hell! Non urgent but essential work, one thousand pounds. <gasps> oh boy! Two. And a half thousand pounds. So why didn't that guy's better computer pick that? And up? here's the thing: one of the things they had to do was replace the lambda sensor, the bit that he had replaced. Oh. So he gave you a faulty lambda sensor. Well, well, or did they change it at all? So, Alan, I weighed up the pros and I weighed up the cons, and I bought a new car. What car you got now? Volkswagen Polo. Exactly the same colour. It's exactly <laughs> the same. It's identical, but it's got 100,000 less miles on it. And I'll be honest, right? What, there's no engine? No, there's no engine. They, I'll be honest, they, ga- they gave me 1,500 quid for my car, which, considering oh, it, it needed 1,500 quid's worth of work done to it, and I know they'll do it for free because it's them, mm. I thought that was all right. And then, and then the lady who I'd booked in for the servicing came out. I thought, oh, she's going to charge me for the servicing and the computer. She says, oh, no, we'll let that go. So it could have been a lot worse. But, yes, I've just spent several thousand pounds. Imagine waking up, right? And then thinking, it's a lovely day. It's And then someone comes up to you and says, yeah, can we have several thousand pounds, please, for something you've already got? You go, oh, no. So, yeah, that's my, that's my summer ruin. Thanks. Thanks, guys. So that's how the car is. 
That's good. And also, I've been playing Pokemon Go over the weekend. He wasn't listening to that's that at good. all. That's he wasn't, good. That's, that's talking to my gran. That's <laughs> good? That's, that is good? That is good, Alan? That is, that is good. That is Nick so good. What is das? Pokemon Go. The what is das is good. That is next good. What? No, not you, her. Fruchtbar. Ah, einfach klasse. Was ist das gut? Das ist nicht gut. Was ist das gut? Das ist nicht gut. Danke. I beg your pardon. <laughs> Tell us about Pokemon Go then, Alan. Um, my Pokemon count is now at seven. Well, that's how many I've got. I only played it for 20 minutes. Well, I've got two Pidgeys. Oh, they're ten a penny. Yeah. And I went to the pub tonight. Oh, yeah. Because there's a pokey stop there. Did you, did you catch any flange? I got three new pokeballs. balls. <laughs> 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 oh. oh, Alan. Alan, you are a one. Aren't you, Alan? You're a one. The one and only. The one and only. I'm going to cut you off, Alan. Das is good. Das is good. Das is nicht good. I don't know where Fruchtbar came from. That's that's old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That means terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, Did you you learn German with Franzi? No. I did German GCSE in a year and got a B. Oh, stick it up your bum. Um, Speaking of sticking things up your bum, it's Ian. (laughs) Hello, mate. Hello, Ian. You're right. Yeah, I'm very well. How are you? Well, I'm worried. I've ordered. Um, the Kung Fu Elliot films, yeah. right? And I've paid money, but now I can't... Cash. Well, no, not cash, but PayPal, isn't it? But now I can't find out who I've paid it to. Look on PayPal. Well, I can't get oh. on the internet. You talk to him. internet. You talk to him. He's having a nightmare. Honestly, well, he started with the I'm, car. I'm sure I can help you out. Go on. Well, you know Baz was just on the phone to you then. Yeah. That's uh, one of my good mates from school. And I happen to have a funny story about old Baz. Hang on, who was Baz? Have we spoken to Baz was the one that was talking about you the imposter. You spoke to Baz. You're talking about the, the film. I, I didn't really understand the reference, but he'd obviously been listening. But okay. Yeah, yeah old Baz. Uh, his old man, his mates with uh, Steve Bruce. Oh, the football man. Hole manager. Yeah, yeah. He used to, used to, used to be captain for Man U. He's played Absolutely. Yeah, Back yeah. in the day. Scalzi. Yay! Super, well, Super Ray. Ray Parler. He's played for they, Arsenal. They used to live for... About two years before they were... Um, is this, denied. can I ask, is this vaguely libelous? No, not at all. OK, then continue, Avu Yeah, uh, They used to live down in uh, Devon. Yeah. And uh, when their old man used to do the coaching for the uh, B-side... Yes. They, they obviously weren't in the, the top side straight away. No. They used to uh, kick dead mackerel what? into a barrel to practice because they'd bring them in and they needed to be transported... You like, have literally... Just made this up. <laughs> Fair play to you, Ian. Well done. This I've been asking for prank calls and now we've got one. But you've actually made this up. This is you? deadly serious. I don't believe you, but carry on. Don't, right. Used to kick the heads until we in the way. Louis, yeah, you see? You told you. I told you. God, listen, and I, well, I mean, fair play. It was a great one. It wasn't a great one. It was, it was an effort. Um, You'll never get a prank call past me. You'll never get one past me. My prank call alerts. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Paul. Hello. Yeah, Paul, you've been on. I'm on to. 
I want to, to talk again about change of ideas. Well, th- we, I think the thing is, I think I think we've got your ideas, and I don't think we are the people to help you with your ideas. I think you need professional help with your ideas. We cha- we're, we're changing. You're changing gun squad to what? I'm changing the idea. Hello? Attending the ideas, and um, mm, we're going to be named man, man. It won't be aimed at kids. It's going to be aimed at adults now. So will it still be kids showing their muscles? No, it won't be kids. It's going to be adults yeah. showing their muscles. Yeah. To what end? Um, and then and then there'll be one few players wearing uh, a nappy and do we and poo. Yeah, there's a wee and poo. There's a... But the, Paul, uh, uh, can, Paul. It's a very niche market, that. I mean, there is a market for it. Coprophiles Unite um, is the title of my autobiography. Um, but I, I think you're going to need to leave the wee and poo out of it, Paul, if I'm being completely honest with you. It, that's terrible. Okay. It's a terrible idea. Okay. That, but 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 you keep know, on keeping on. Keep on keeping on, buddy. Next time he calls in, let's give him um, LBC's phone number, shall we? Carl, <laughs> uh, stay there. We'll come to you after the break. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. I can't get any of the internets. Certainly not the Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi here is dead for me, as far as I'm concerned, on both my phone and my computer. But now I can't get my three G to work, so I can access PayPal. It nearly did it then, and then it didn't. Um, so I can find out where the hell give us your computer. How are you on the bloody internet? Magic. Magic cat. Twitter's sort of going for me a little bit. I'm by... No, it's not. It's frozen. And by the way, I'm loving not being on Twitter. I am loving not engaging. I, and I saw a few nasty comments over the weekend. Um, muting. Just let them talk to themselves. Muting. I am muting people now. I blocked some of them. I mute some of them, and they carry on shouting. It's like it's like they stood at the edge of a cliff shouting at France. <laughs> I'm yours, France. You old tossers. Right. And the French are going, boy, I cannot hear you. Yeah. So they, well, they're not even saying that because they can't hear them. They don't even know that that person's shouting. But then there's one with like a long telescope, and he's on. He goes, I think he's saying something. Oh, can they do this? oh, I have got the best question. Thank you, thank you. You've oh. reminded me. Genuine question, right? And I need a deaf person. Can you lip-read cartoons? Some of them you can. But can you, though? If they're really accurate The old Hanna-Barbera ones, of course you can't. She's going... I noticed with the Musker Hounds, you know the ones that were French-made or Spanish-made? Yeah. Their mouths were speaking a different language. No. You can tell. Yeah, 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 you can tell. You can't, they were just going... Rah, 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 no, rah, they rah, don't rah, just go, man, 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 man. This is a genuine proper... question, because what were we watching? Oh, we were watching um, Zootropolis. Mm. Any film, any place, anywhere. And I was bored, because I hate that film, and my youngest wanted to watch it. Luckily, he fell asleep, and as soon as he fell asleep, I put on um, uh, Cinderella. Anyway, um, I was watching Zootropolis, and I was thinking... I was trying, I was sort of like really staring. I wasn't squinting, I was doing it with my ears. I was trying to squint my ears, so I was Mm. trying to block my ears out without actually raising my hands, because I was quite tired. And was looking, was actually wasn't squinting, I was wide-eyed looking at the the mouths and going, it looks like they're saying the words, Mm. 
But I don't know. So this is a genuine question, right? 0844 499 1000. By the way, great news. Trident's renewed. Get in there! Oh, no, hang on. That's a bad thing. Um, can you lip-read cartoons? Talk Radio. Ah, Christopher and Kyle, stay there. We'll come to you. If you want to call in, for a Monday, it's not a bad start to the week, is it? It's quite a good show. So here's a genuine question. Can you lip-read cartoons? 0844 499 1000. This is the news. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Computer technology is working, and yet yours and all is all of mine is. Isn't that weird? I wonder why that is. So no Periscope, and I've emailed um, Canada. I'm worried those DVDs are lost now. We've sold a hundred tickets for a thing we haven't got anything to show at. Maybe we could act it out. Uh, whoa, whoa! This one's got swears in. Stop. Uh, that's uh, little Jackie. That's Imani Coppola. I love him. I've fallen completely head over heels in love with her, and um, I ordered a load of CDs. First, um, she's hopefully coming on. She said she was going to come on. Yeah. I put off email. I put off replying to her because I was too nervous. Wow. Yeah. You're playing that game? Yeah. Just get in there for a Well, I don't know. 
Um, Kyle's on the line. Yes, Kyle. Oh, evening. You okay? Yeah, good, good, good. What you got? Well, I was going to say, uh, I thought the Amanda interview was excellent. She's really good. good. Check out her radio show, man. It's only two hours a week for crying out loud, you slackers. Go online and, and listen to it. It's absolutely flipping brilliant. Love it. No, I shall give that. I shall give that a go. Good. And the other thing I was going to ask you, although I well, I was going to ask it last night with Howard. Yes. But then I chickened out because I didn't want him to mock me, and I thought you wouldn't mock me. What, what are you talking about? I missed Howard last night. I had, um, I was knackered. What did I do? What did I do? Oh, I was doing. I did recorded two shows yesterday. That's why I was, can- and I had to get the train into London and the tubes, and then the train back. I was knackered. That's why I, did. I got. I oh. went to bed. Yes. So I missed Howard. Why? What were you gonna? What? 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 Well, I was just the question I was going to ask, and it's funny because it ties in, oh, even though it annoys me, with Caddix. Uh, what you've been up to? But this this whole Pokemon thing is it harmless fun, or is it a precursor to an alien invasion? No, he's right. I'm laughing. I'm going to laugh at him. Well, <laughs> wait. Explain your thinking, Kyle. I don't think there's been any thinking in there. You put a word in there that is, is unnecessary, but well, let's... let's which, which word's unnecessary? The thinking word. Well, 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 well no, I've genuinely thought about it. Because I, I was doing it on the... You know, I'm a slightly older man these days. Yes. And on uh, whatever night, Saturday night, I was wandering around, me and my friend of the same age, and we were wandering around, we what? were catching them. It's brilliant. We saw other people catching them as well. Do you what? So you think that this is a training, like a training video for catching actual aliens? Well, I'm, I'm, con- well, I'm considering it. Yeah. Or have you thought about this scenario? Okay. What about if the aliens are controlling the Pokemon game, and what they're doing is herding you? It's not aliens oh. controlling the Pokemon game. It's um, perverts, sex offenders, and bullies. Oh. Isn't it? Well, 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 hang on. Sorry, I've got to ask. Why is it perverts, sex offenders and bullies? Sorry, I don't understand. Well, because you've you've obviously not been reading the news. They know where you congregate. Oh, is that the real... Honestly, I've I've not been part of it, so I don't know. You've gone quiet now. Yeah, there's... I've got a tweet here. I don't understand. I don't know what that tweet means. Oh, well. Um... Uh, yeah, so, uh, well, yeah, because the people are getting bullied and, and beaten up and mugged and sex attacked and stuff, aren't they? Well, isn't that the risk? I don't know. There's Some people have been mugged. Yeah, yeah, all of those things I've just said are true. What do you think? I'm a, 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 somebody comes on the radio and makes stuff up or I exaggerates. someone who's been listening to Nick Ferrari. No, 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 no. There have been all kinds of, all manner of sex attacks. I keep going out trying to find one. Ho, 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 a joke about sex attacks. Well done, guys. Is that the best you can do, Lee? You really are vile. Um, so, yeah, is the answer to that, Carl? No, I'm, too, I'm just puzzled. I'm just, but I'm, I'm amazed at the sex aspect of it. Genuinely, I'm not mocking, you know, having a laugh or taking the Michael. I had no idea that people were using it for that purpose. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all going on, man. It's all going on. It's You have to... Um, uh, it's just it, the thing about it is right. It's just not a very it, uh, the game. It's not as a game. I've not got to the stage where you go and have battles yet, and I need to play mm. a bit more with the kids. But the the here's the problem, uh, Nintendo. It's not for kids. No, it is for kids. No, it's, it's for not kids. really. Yeah. My kids can't get their heads around it. No, well, the boys like it, but it, the, the the Pokemon are too far apart. They need to be nearer. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. By the way, I realise I'm not giving up the phone number for. A while. They need to be nearer. That's what they need, and they are too 
far apart. We thought there'd be loads at Legoland, but there was none at Legoland at all, which makes me suspicious. Mm. Makes me very suspicious. Uh, Lego, of course, is Danish. How does that all tie up, then? Why, why, if you're into Legoland and the Danes, why would they be doing it? Are they perfs? Uh, well, the, the, this is one of the good things to come out of Brexit, is that all of mainland Europe is populated by perverts. Pick a country. Pick a country from mainland Europe, Kyle, and I'll, I'll name you a pervert. Uh, Germany. Oh, for crying out loud, why, why, don't you, why don't you pick a difficult one to start with? Pretty, have you never heard of the Reaper Barn? Oh, uh, well, yeah, obviously, I'm a big Beatles fan as well, you know. Yeah, fair yeah, point. Thank well, you mate. very much indeed. The Reaper Barn. Pick another country. Kath, pick a country from Europe. Um, Spain. Oh, for crying out loud, they're all... You, you could get married to 13-year-olds legally. You could have sex with a 13-year-old girl in Spain. Mm. Pick a country, Carl, and I'll name a pervert. Well, I was going to say, why? Well, you could turn this surely into perf poker. Perf paradise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do, we'll do, we, we could do like a travel show for perverts. Mm. Right. OK, so what, is it my go or cast go? Uh, your go. Ed, there's a phone call. OK, uh, Perf paradise, uh, Sweden. Actually, Sweden is, is quite sedate. It's a myth that Sweden is full of perverts. It's actually quite sedate. Mm. Uh, it, it, they're, they're very vanilla in Sweden. So that is, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, go on, Cathy, name a country. Uh, Finland. Finland, Finland, Finland. They like a sauna. Uh, well, they, uh, they like a sauna. Um, and what this is actually, this is true, what they do. And I'm going to say something really vulgar. So if you've got young people listening, I would get them... What the hell are they doing up at get this time of night? Get them to bed. I'm going to call the social. Hey, it was 11 minutes past 11, uh, 11 seconds. Um, what they do is they like to... They use the sauna to um, uh, clear out their pores, but they also dehydrate themselves as much as possible from every orifice. They oh. try and expunge as many fluids... As they can. I think you know what I'm saying. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I've, just, I've just mimed it to Catherine in case there was any... Could you uh... tell the moment at which the penny drops? Yeah, exactly. Well, some, <laughs> something drops on the floor. Don't go in there barefoot. I, Wear Crocs. I had a Finnish friend when I lived in Spain. Did you finish him L- off? Her. Name was Even a, better. Name was Lotta. Did you, she hang, on a like minute. This. hang on a second, I've got a joke brewing. I've no, got, I can no, tell you a joke. No, no, let, hang, I'm going to let you finish this story, but my joke is going to be flipping brilliant. Um, what a lot of finish. We used to call her Lotta Love, because she was fairly... Um, got a whole lot of love! Yeah, because she seemed really innocent, but actually, she wasn't, and that's fine. Well, they invented DP. Did they? The Finns did, yep. Go on, go on, Carl. Name a country in Europe. Uh, France. Oh, flipping it. Well, they're all they're all they're uh, all, all at it over there. Belle de Jour, anyone? Um, exactly. Um, uh, of course, the word prostitute, la prostitute, um, or Luca, le hookah, Luca. <laughs> they are French words. Uh, the fr- the first ever exchange. It wasn't money, of course. It was for shells. The first ever. Um, exchange of sexual favours for produce shells happened in what we now uh, call uh, Lille. Is that Uh, right? Yeah, that is actually true. Why were they so mad on shells? Well, it's what they used to just trade in those (laughs) days. I would like to be having it away with you. How many shells you got? But uh, I I have got a a conch. 
a corn shell and uh, these little shells. Oh, you, you can't can. do what you want with me. When I lived in Paris, I had a friend who lived near Pigalle, and I would often be waiting for her around the area, and I learned... What area? The downstairs area? Pigalle. Pigalle is like the red light district. Oh, and I learned a little phrase. I bet to, you did. Yeah, I did. F- 50 francs. I'd say, no, contraire aux apparences, je ne suis pas une pute. Oh, even when you're turning men down, it's uh, <laughs> sexy. Well, Carl, I hope we've given you some ideas for um, your forthcoming holiday. That should help you. A lot there. He, that was a weird call from Kyle. He, if I got They're this right, always weird from Kyle. Kyle wanted me. Kyle just wanted us to name countries, and then he'd tell us what their what their perversion was. You That's know what's going on thing, there? Mate. He's got his globe out. Hey, sticking pins in it. Sticking pins in a globe. My when I was a child. Yes. David and Christopher do stay there. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one. And please don't let that put you off. You'll speak to Ed. Ed will call you back, and and it will be happy days. When I was a child, the greatest sign of decadence there was were was a giant globe that contained whiskey. <laughs> yes. It was that. If you had one of those, you had made it. That was it. You 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 were the most decadent person. That you had, and then but a, that surely is is contrary. Well, because that's a sign of someone who stays in a lot. A friend of my dad's had. We went round to his house, and he had one, and I started spinning it. I got a right roll rollerkin for spinning it. It's a globe. You've got to spin it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Decanters. You know what decanters are for? A decanting. Well, yeah. You, so you, if you open a bottle of wine, you mm. pour it into a decanter. Leave the lid off. There's a joke there somewhere. Hang on. Um, decanter, drink it until no, it's no, breathing. No, oh, stupid. Um, oh, no, this is good. This is good. This Go is a, it's a Jewish joke. No. No. Please. I've just read Jerry Lewis. I feel like I'm part Jewish. Well, you're not. Um, do you know... Oh, God, it's a great one. All right, you'll, everyone will like this. No one will be offended by this. Do you know what decanters are for? They're for doing disservice in the synagogue. Cantors are like the yeah. religious Cantors, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And here, I had a revelation at the weekend. You know Neil Diamond yes. in The Jazz Singer? I'm aware of My favourite scene, he blacks up. That ain't no brother. That ain't no brother, that's a white boy! Mm-hmm. Black doesn't black up his hands. Claps. I've worked out why he does... I've worked out why in the 1980 remake of The Jazz Singer, Neil Diamond had to black up. Why? I'll tell you after this. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Right, so, Neil Diamond, the jazz singer. Right. right you're going to work this out. This I'm going to do like, be like a teacher. Right, 0844-499-1000. Christopher, David, Jonathan, you'll all be next. Um, you could be next, Edison, if you call up. Neil Diamond blacks up in the jazz singer. It's a really odd scene, right? Really odd scene. But he had to do it. Do you know why? Um, Who was in the original jazz singer? Al Jolson. What did Al Jolson oh, do? Yeah. He blacks up. Yeah. He wore blackface. So it was an homage to Jolson. It was an homage. Right. Diamond blacking up was an homage. Not to black people. That was offensive to them. But to Jolson. Uh, Jerry Lewis did a version of the jazz singer, of course, on television. Uh, blacked up, blackface. Yeah, that's that's what it was. It was a little nod to the olden days. Oh. What's going on here? I don't know what on earth is going on with my computers at the moment. 
We were talking uh, during that little break there yes. about Bewitched. Yes. Not the um, Irish 90s girl band. No, not the remake starring Will Ferrell and um, that lady, but the, the programme from the 1960s, the sitcom starring... Elizabeth Montgomery. the hottest woman who's ever wiggled her nose. Mm-hmm. And I tell but she you, didn't ever wiggle her nose. She it, just did her mouth. Well, do you know who's even hotter than... than um, what was her name? Samantha. Samantha. Do you know who's even hotter than Samantha in that show? Samantha's evil twin sister. Oh, no, that wasn't her twin sister. That was her um, cousin. Well, they looked the same. With the black hair. Yeah. She oh, had like was brunette, I think, wasn't yeah. she? And she was naughty. I liked her. She was. Um, but go on. Well, Bewitched, uh, in one episode, they yes. do blackface. Hey. With the best of intentions, especially for those days, because um, they have a racist client. Oh. Darren has a racist client, and so Samantha does a spell that means that all the white people look black to him, and all the black people look white to him. And they actually black up? And you show me a actually, picture of it? Yeah, and I've seen pictures, and they also have a little uh, black girl who's Tabitha's friend, Tabitha being the little blonde daughter of uh, Darren and Samantha, and they've got sort of... The black girl's got white spots on her face... And uh, the white girl's got brown spots. Touch with tragedy, that programme. We were discussing yeah. the, fir- the first Darren died penniless as a toilet cleaner. Yeah, and then there was uh, David White who played Larry Tate. Remember? His he- boss. He's the boss, right? Yeah. He had a son in it. They finally had a son. Yeah. Even though, even when I was a kid watching that, I thought, God, they're too old to have a baby, yeah, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He had white hair. Um, and they. White, he- white haired people can have babies. Mick yeah, Jagger's, have, Mick Jagger's having that- a baby at 72 with a 29 year old. What was she doing? Right. Well, well, I know what she was doing. I don't need to mind that. That's disgusting. But why would you put. Natural. I mean, listen, this is the thing. Right. Can you. All right. What I'm going to do, Catherine, is I'm going to show you my balls. No. Right. And then in 30 years' time, I'm going to show you my balls again. <laughs> And I want you to show me... To You're tell... assuming I'll still be talking to you after you show me your balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know if um, men's balls... Age. Age. I don't think women are as obsessed with... I'm not obsessed with What them. they look like as men are. As what they taste like. What? But um, do they... Do they I mean, cause, they're cause silly things anyway. Ever since I was... Um, as far as I'm aware, my testicles have always looked the same. They were level at one point and they're not now. Uh, and that's natural. That happens. Um, but I wonder if an old man's... Um, I don't want to know. Testicles look the same. And an old man's fella. <laughs> in, in all three states. God! I don't want to be part of this experiment. No, 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 because it's like... Uh, can, I use, can I use graphic language? Yes, it's 11.22. When you get an erection, it's like having a facelift. All the skin <laughs> is... All the skin is stretched. Right. All the skin is stretched, so I just wonder if there's any difference. So I'm going to show well, you. Why don't you go and find an old man and let him show you? Um, well, because I wouldn't. Why have... do I have to be involved in this at all? I wouldn't have seen his genitals when he was younger. When he was his virile. Well, peak these of days, I mean, all right, catch up with one of your mates in a few years' time. I'm sure they've got pictures because everyone's keeping I'm pictures not looking, these days. I'm not going to look at my mate's uh, uh, genitals. He's thinking I'm some kind of pervert or something. You'll, you'll look at mine. <laughs> I'm not looking. And you'll be grateful. Have you seen? The... No. No, have you seen the puppetry of the penis? No, it's a good. I've seen some amateur productions, but only ever a solo show. They came in when I was on Absolute once, and they taught me how to do the hamburger. They did. I can still do the hamburger. They showed me. We turned the webcams off, and I sent Eloise out, 
And um, I did it. They, 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 I did it. They showed show me how to do the, the hamburger. Stop messing with it. It'll fall off. But then I went and saw their show. And the show's good. It's an hour long. It's about 20 minutes too long. But it is an hour of them playing with their dinkles. I and mean, doing all kinds of things. It's how very... did they pitch that in a meeting? But now it's franchised. You know we... Oh, man. Now there are franchises uh, of penises going around the world. On the... It is... And it's weird, right? Because... Um... Here we go. Well, it is weird that grown men are being paid... No, 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 no. ...for manipulating no. things that should be left it's alone. It's weird that we are shocked at the sight of the male penis. All right, then. Let's do um, vagina muppets. See how shocked you are about that. Glove puppets. <laughs> Can you? Li- no. I come on. It's I was well, watching Zootropolis, which is a film I do not like. Right, and there's a gr- there is a funny scene in it for like five seconds. There's a funny scene in it when. They they go to a nudist colony. Mm. So it's all the animals without clothes. The joke being, of course, that animals don't wear clothes, but they're, they're animals without clothes. And they're going, oh, that's disgusting. Oh, my God, that's disgusting. Oh, my God, that's disgusting. The naked state is our natural mm. state. Yeah. And yet... And, uh, uh, you... Yeah, but bending it over so it looks like a hamburger isn't... In our newspapers, and uh, you know, I don't want to talk about specifics here, but in our newspapers recently, we have seen pictures of dead people. Yes. Like dead people, right? Uh, uh, horrible. And I, w- I wish they would put a warning on it. And, you know, this is the news and these things happen, but really, you know. But yet, the sight, the, the male penis is, is. As opposed to the female one. I'm trying to have a grown up conversation. Go on then. The male penis is the last. I don't know what you're laughing for. This is serious. I'm actually ge- I'm genuinely serious about this. You said penis. All right. The dick. Come is on. that better for Just you? Finish your thought. The winkle. Make this stop. The todger. The willy wand. The tassel. Just dumped myself there. Still got another dump. I wish I could dump it from my memory. Um. It's the last great taboo. We all know. Right, <laughs> You've just given us fifteen yeah. words for it. I'm to trying to, that there isn't a great, great taboo. I'm about trying to. Di- it. You're trying to dictate to me. <laughs> I'm trying to demystify my penis. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. Okay. Listen. Do you know what? I'm quite happy for it to remain a mystery. You open the newspapers, you see you see um, dead bodies. Oh, man. Yeah. You open the newspaper, you see lovely, lovely boobies, right? Um, you open the newspapers, you see bit of bum crack. You um, open Razzle and Escort, you'll see... <clears throat> right? You'll see that. But the male penis... You don't see it anywhere. Well, you do if you read in Playgirl. Well, I just think... Have you ever read Playgirl? No, I haven't. OK, well, try that. And then this conversation can be over. I just think that... You, I mean, you're sniggering about it. <laughs> just... Listen to you sniggering. I have a look at you. I'm so disgusted. You're sniggering about it. Right? Go on. I, I, uh... Make your, and I'm going to use this advisedly, point. 
I'm going to make a point, and it's a big one. <laughs> Go on. So it's just so childish of you, Catherine. So childish. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen. Periods, tampax. <laughs> right. Okay. Vagina. Yeah, yeah, when I say it, you're always shocked. So don't make out that you. Vulva. Stop it. Um, u- urethra. Tubes. I can talk all. <laughs> Tubes. Womb. I can talk about all about your sexy bits. Right. That's sexy bits. My tubes. Wow. Go on, get on with it. Opening. <laughs> oh my God. I can quite comfortably yeah. sit here and talk about that. Yeah, uh, um, penis pops up. <laughs> and you that's the reaction you get from it. Isn't that funny? Isn't it interesting? And do you know what it says, Catherine? Do you know not what the penis says? <laughs> I don't want to know. But what do you know what it says about you? Well, you... I feel not really in... uncomfortable with you, like, wanging those words around. <laughs> Would it make you more comfortable if I put my trousers back on? A bit, yeah. OK, all right, I'll do that then. Could you sit down again? I can't Could move. you stop doing the hamburger? Right, that... Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late night, Ian Lee, unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. All right, all right. Let's. We've got these calls. Christopher's been waiting for ages. Good evening, Christopher. Hello. Hello, Christopher. What have you got for us on uh, this lovely full moon summer's eve? You were talking about uh, lip reading. Hang on, uh, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Which conversation are you referring to specifically? Not the one we just had, I hope. No. Oh, cartoons, he's right. Can you lip-read yeah. cartoons? Yeah. Yes. Well, well this, isn't, this is slightly unrelated, but I oh. found out weekend. Yeah. Um, you know the film Goldfinger? <laughs> Again, which... Which conversation does this relate to? Not the one we just had, is it? No. Goldfinger? Well, Maybe. Okay, yep, 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 yeah. yep, 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 yeah. Uh, unintentionally. Um, yes. So, the, the film Goldfinger, right? The guy who plays uh, Goldfinger, the, the villain. Yes! I never knew his part was dubbed. Was oh. it really? Because he's German. And I've seen a German film with him in. Um, he wasn't just doing an acting voice? No. He's dubbed by an English guy. Oh, that's outrageous! I've never I, seen I, the film. And he's speaking German, is he on the on the film? No, no, no. Well, they he's did. Just kind of. He's speaking uh, English, uh, but badly. So they dubbed yeah. him over with someone who could speak English properly. Oh, right. Because I've seen a film. Uh, have you ever seen the Italian film Cinema Paradiso? Oh, for crying out loud! No, it's a great film. All oh, right, mate. Yeah. In fact, didn't I get you a copy of that? No. Well, I should have. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah anyway, yeah. Philippe Moiré's in that. It's an Italian film oh, with God. a French guy who's in You know, the... do you know what radio station we're on? Yeah, but shush. It's talk radio. Some, some not... clever people are listening. No, it's not. It's talk radio. Anyway, imagine this. He's a French bloke. He's speaking French and they dub him in Italian. So you can see his mouth is doing the French thing. And if you Oh, this reminds me. The Italian show Inspector Montalbano. Yes. 
His girlfriend is Swiss talking German, but they dub her in Italian. Boom. Boom. They do it. I guess the Italians are less precious about dubbing because they have a lot of English films and they're used to seeing people's mouths going at a different rate to their um, voices. Yeah. I guess. But Goldfinger dubbed, so that's totally ruined my childhood. Oh. <laughs> oh, Christopher, fair play. Well, well played. And we, we'll, do, we, we'll do that as, a, as a, an ongoing phone-in. Things that have ruined, ruined your, your childhood. childhood. But a lot of this was prompted, for those who missed it, by um, a conversation we had the other week where, where people were saying when Jimmy Savile and, and, and uh, Rolf Harris got charged with their horrific crimes, oh, it's totally, people were phoning up all the time. It's totally ruined my childhood. No, it hasn't. Unless you were one of the kids that got done by them, then of course it's not ruined it. Well, and then more recently, people saying that them remaking Ghostbusters with uh, women has ruined childhood. Really? Doesn't really work like that. I'm does looking it? forward to that. I want to see it. I want to. But see it's a PG-13. Yeah. Now here we go, Christopher. You're a um, young man. What does PG-13 mean? Because Star Trek is PG-13 PG- doesn't exist in this country. Cass, you've been giving me American view oh, man, ratings. Live. I looked it up on the. This internet. is what I thought, Christopher. This is what it's I thought. PG either. There's PG, then there's 12, and then there's 12A, which is like, you can watch it as long as there's an adult with you. Right. But what I want to know is, uh, I, well, okay, Christopher, what rating is Star Trek? Uh, I don't know. I would have thought that was a PG, maybe a 12. Hang on a minute. I've actually got someone I can ask. Jonathan. Hello. What rating is Star Trek? 12. Hmm. You know that Ghostbusters is going to be 12 as well, isn't oh, it? Oh, nuts. I oh. thought I heard... Now, are you saying that, Jonathan, just to fill air, or do you know that? Because I thought they'd said on Radio 4 it was a PG. Ghostbusters 12A. I don't care about Ghostbusters. I want to know about blooming Star Trek. I don't Trek. care about Star Trek. Look up Star Trek. Now. Well, the previous films have been 12, and I assume this one is 12, because it will have some mild sexual references. To homosexuality. Act 2. But that's beside the point. Well, no, but I just want to clarify the point. point. Will there be scenes of rampant man-on-man action? That's what I want to know. 12A. 12A for Star Trek. Mm -hmm. Oh, bums. Moderate violence and threat. No mention of sex, but obviously... Well, okay, okay, Jonathan. uh, Here's your your next one. What rating was Star Wars The Force Awakens? Uh, PG. Was it a PG? No, I bet it was a... Han, was a Solo, Han Solo got, got killed in that. Yeah, I bet it was a 12 Yeah, but people get killed all the time now in kids' films. Uh, We've become 12. a desensitised society. It was a 12. So it that means... And I took my boys, six and four, to see that. It's funny names for kids. <laughs> and they enjoyed that. So they might enjoy Star Trek, as long as there's not too much homosexual propaganda. <laughs> Because I don't want them to watch it and become... Oh, oh yeah, that's a good idea, because that's how it works, isn't it? I don't want them to become gay watching it. Do you know what I mean, Jonathan? Mm. You want grandkids, I understand. Yeah, and I want it done the proper way. Um, Not through a surrogate or an adoption or something. I want want proper... I don't want my kids to turn gay watching a film, so I've got to be careful with that. Yeah, you've got to be careful. Got to be careful. Christopher? Yeah. uh, Anything else? Um, no, not really. Okay, thanks for calling. Thanks for having me. It's literally, um... It's a pleasure. Well... I liked it. Um, we've got, um, Jonathan and David and Brian, but let's speak to Jonathan first. Where are you going? 
I need the loo. Hello. Hello, Jonathan. Kath's gone on for a, a, a wee break. He doesn't want to talk to me anyway. So it is, it's mano a mano, Jonathan. What have you got for us this evening? I'd just like to recommend some uh, videos uh, that I've got up on the internet uh, this weekend. Yeah, go They're on. perfectly suitable. Yeah. Um, the first one is um, you have to go onto uh, Vimeo, but you can access it through uh, YouTube called, um, it's an in-depth analysis yes. of the broken relationships what? of Star Trek The Next Generation. Okay. What do you mean the broken relationship? I don't, I don't, I never watched Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, that's, that's fine. You don't need to be a Star Trek fan. It's, what it is, is a, the, the creator of the video, who is a personal friend of mine, just breaks down how all the main characters in The Next Generation, with the possible exception of Worf, and Miles O'Brien, how they're all broken toys sexually, so to oh, speak. Blimey. You've got Geordie, who almost has sex with the Enterprise. What? Yeah, <laughs> you have to watch the video. Where's the uh, exhaust pipe? <laughs> oh, they do it slightly differently in the 24th century. But it is educational, informative, and it is uh, Davis, uh, Davis Arini, who, uh, who made this uh, mini documentary. He is hilariously brutal with all of these beloved characters. Oh blimey! Okay, well, okay, it, well, I, I won't watch that, but thank you. Minutes. Yes, okay. It's about forty minutes, and you could, if you type in Davis Arini and go on his channel, and you click on the video, it'll take you to the Vimeo link to the documentary. Uh, it's it's a it's a uh, it, I, it's hilarious. Okay. And um, the second video I'd like to recommend, it's actually more of a podcast, but it's one I've put up uh, called The Psychology of Judge Joseph Dredd. Okay. And it's a 45-minute podcast. Oh, flipping it. It's it, dissecting Judge Dredd's personality, and it revolves around two main themes that are common misconceptions amongst uh, people who know anything about Judge Dredd. Um, namely that Judge Dredd is not an alpha male. He's actually a beta male in the original sense of the word before it became uh, mud because of all these male feminists. And also that Dredd himself is not a fascist, but the society he operates within, whether it be Justice Department yes. or uh, the people... So, I was getting bored there. I have, can I just can I play a little? I, I'm going to play a clip from LBC. Have you seen this clip? No. I've just been, this has just popped up in my Twitter sphere. You know, the Farage is is doing a show there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I knew what I remember. To I was going to say to you. Um, one of my big concerns is that this is a right. The... This is a caller to Nigel Farage on right. LBC. Right. One of my big concerns is that people coming to the country are not actually learning English. I don't see how you can integrate if you don't speak the language Farage of the country, you know? I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that this, that the language is absolutely fundamental. Um, just, 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 just on that specific point, I was wondering why you've spent more than 20 years living in Belgium, and yet you don't speak a word of Flemish, Boom! German, or French. How do you don't know you that? that? You make people... Well, because this story about the wheels coming off your car... 
came out that you don't speak French. Do you actually speak French? I speak a bit. I'll have you know, Richard, I am very good with the French wine list, all right? Around a menu. Try why, why have you I, spent 20 years in a country but not attempted to learn the languages? I do speak a bit of French, Richard, I will have you know. Okay? I'm not a brilliant linguist. I'll admit to it. No! Oh, but everyone else is supposed isn't to. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't he tr- that beautiful? He tried to style it out with a bit didn't of a he? joke, didn't he? Oh, 844 499 Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Uh, that, that clip of Farage is beautiful, and it was, I believe it was this gentleman here. Pablo, it was you that tweeted me that, wasn't it? Hip, 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 indeed it was. Hip, hip, hip. I just retweeted it. Thank you, man. That was, um, that was a truly um, uh, stunning oh, it's a cl- clip. It's wonderful. Well, that, that was the one thing which I've completely disregarded when uh, I heard LBC had got Farage on. I was like, saying, what are they doing? They're getting Farage on. And I realised it's a perfect opportunity for people just to entrap him in his own words. Yeah. That wasn't you that did the phone call, though, was it? No, no, no. no, no. Okay, I'm okay, not, okay, I'm yeah. not Welsh. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is, um, uh, and it's it's great. Uh, the, the, one of the things I miss on this show, and we had someone doing a very feeble attempt earlier on, is I do miss the prank call, but it it, it doesn't work on this style of show. I'm yet to be proved wrong, um, because um, because anything goes, and because we're not talking about issues. Yeah, no means, agenda. Well, there's well, no, there's no bubble of pomposity to yeah. prick. So people could yeah. phone in and, you know, and obviously the, mac- the mackerel thing was, was, was rubbish. You, you could come on and tell a believable lie and we go, oh, right, wow, that's, that's incredible. But it's not as though you're tricking a, an O'Brien or a Farage or a Ferrari or, you know, or even a Ross or a Julia Hartley Brewer, if anyone wants to have a go at that and send me the recording of it. Um, it would be terrible. It would be terrible if when Julia Hartley Brewer comes back from her holiday and she still hasn't unblocked me on Twitter, if someone were to prank call her... Just leave that out there. Mm. Or just call her. Um, <laughs> wow, you did it. What? You normally give me the look when I do it. I just... You're management. You're not supposed to do that. You're actually management. Yeah. You should... I was just telling somebody off, off, uh, off mic to get her a cup of tea, I yeah. think. Yeah, that was yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, drank that cup of tea that you bought. Yeah. Drank that quickly. Um, yeah, it was good that, it was good that uh, clip. But, but um, it, 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 you know, and I do like listening to my right-wing presenters. I, I, I like listening to Ferrari. I think because he's brilliant, right? But part of the problem with Hopkins and Farage is they're just not very good at radio. You know, they're not very convincing at radio. And, and, and Farage totally ruined this country and split this country apart, you know, and he's, he's an obnoxious racist. Um, but they're not very good at radio. You know, that's, that's, well, that's the problem. He's working on his old kind of uh, and his little sound bites and they're like often and, and he gets his opportunity randomly for some reason, even though he's not actually a, an elected politician within the, exactly. the UK itself. Yeah, exactly. Um, he still gets the TV time that's not afforded to any MP that that I'm aware of, even Jeremy Corbyn, even though that's often by his own choice. I wonder whether um, it's because at first he started out as a bit of fun. Yeah, 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 it was, it was fun, you know, and, and um, it was... Well, like, there's some, somebody saying that they're, they're, they're a person of the, the people when he essentially came from an industry which, which brought about the uh, financial woes that we're in at the minute. It's, it's quite... Uh, it's laughable hey, it was still, so some, some good news. Some good news, guys. We've um, voted to renew Trident. Uh, figures ranging between 35 and £80 billion pounds to have some nuclear submarines in Scotland. So that's maybe good. We're just, maybe we're just saying we are, yeah. and we're putting the money elsewhere. 
Oh. Well, oh, I know that. Well, you know yeah. that, Papa, but don't mention it on the radio because then Liminisis will know. No, it's good. That li- could li- never happen. Limmy just did a, an app. Limmy's um, winding people up and tweeting about um, this. And he said, um, um, what, what did he tweet? He was. Uh, uh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Um. um um, mate, here you go. Someone, someone says, um, uh, someone's having a go at him for being Scottish. He's gone, mate. I want Trident. I want nuclear bombs. They will help in our fight against ISIS. <laughs> and that sums it up. They're no use to anybody. If we don't have them, then Korea will bomb us. No, they won't. Well, because America will cover well, our backs. And ISIS are ready to die whenever you feel like. And the it. thing, and, and that, God, Theresa May, would you hear that in the the House of Commons today? Would you be prepared to press the button and kill a hundred thousand people? She stood up. She went, "Yes." Oh. Whoa! Come well, down. I find with a death cult, the best thing you can do is threaten to kill them. Yeah. Um, I find that, that really, them. really effective. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's almost an assisted suicide in many ways. They want to go, they want to die and get those 72 virgins hot under the collar. Well, That's you've got domestic terrorism here, so you've yeah. got, you've got uh, cells each way over the country. So I find that, you, you've, you know, the best way to deal with that is to drop a nuclear bomb. Uh, you're, you're absolutely you know. right. Let's drop a nuclear bomb on Birmingham and let's drop one on Luton and um, let's, drop, let's drop one on, on, on a, uh, a bit of West London and then that should sort it out. That'll sort it out, mm. wouldn't it? Well. No. Yes, David, good evening. David? Oh. Sorry, hip, hip, hip. Hip? <laughs> hip, hip, hip. <laughs> what you got for us, David? Um, yeah, well, well, a couple of things. Firstly, actually, um, I, I actually found something Jonathan said was interesting there. The uh, Star Trek Next Generation thing, I know you didn't watch it, and I, I never watched it, but then I, I got a job working on a magazine on Star Trek, oh. so I quickly watched it, and I ended up, I had to go to a... A Star Trek convention, and oh god, this can be full of weirdo geeks and stuff like that. Yeah, and um, I went there, and it was it was fantastic. Yeah, I bet it was. mental. Yeah, I bet it was a, I bet uh, it was a load of fun. I, I, but, but, yeah, but all kinds of things. And towards the end of the evening, I was a woman talking. I was talking to this woman, and she took me to one side, just outside in the corridor, yeah. and she had a Klingon tattoo in um, in her a female. Penis area. What? Yes. Would you, would you mean in? Oh, what's well, the... in uh, over it. Sorry, yeah, uh, in is probably going into uh, it. Too over much, a yeah. what's it? Shit. What did it say? Well, I, I don't know. Whatever the thing on to boldly was, go uh, where no man has uh, gone before. <laughs> well, what's the thought process there? What do blokes like? Let's brighten this whole thing up. What? 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 What was the? What was the idea? Um, was she, was she just like the Klingons? I know what it she was. She said she wants. It was a test. If you can read it, you're not of our you're species. In. You're, you're in. You can. You, that's the passwords. You've got to be able to say the passwords. <laughs> well, I just bought a large vodka anyway. That, that did the same thing. There we go. Yeah. But, and uh, beam, but, beam me up, Scotty. Yes. Right up. But yeah. My main thing was, yes. uh, going back to Pokemon, um, yes. <laughs> um, apparently in Timperley, of all places, yeah. um, the Frank Cybom's, uh statue is uh, a gym. On beautiful, beautiful. So more people will get to see. There's um because like some shops, um the the, the um, florists in Uxbridge is a Pokemon gym. Is it? Yeah, and so they just get loads of people 
Someone tweeted at the weekend, and I don't know if it was genuine or not, um, but a, a, a notice that someone had allegedly stuck on their house saying, Dear losers, yeah. several things. Oh, yeah, I, was, that, I retweeted yeah. that. Yeah, I don't know if that's genuine or not. I, uh, it was, it was quite, it was well, quite I think you're going to get a lot of people going to see Frank now, which is wonderful. Which is always, always And wonderful. I pay, help pay for that statue, so I'm yeah, I, 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 I don't know if I paid... I put some money towards his funeral. I don't know if I, if I did any... I think I must, I must have put a few quid towards the statue. I must have done Yeah, yeah. Must have done good. I'm still waiting for um, Steve Sullivan to pull his finger out and finish the Frank Sidebottom documentary. Um, no news on that. It's, it's, he's got it down, I think, to six and a half hours now. So, Oh, yeah, so uh, 2020. <laughs> it's coming, David. It's, it's on its way. Um, 0844 499 I'm very, very tired. I'm not sleeping very well at the, uh, at the moment. I've had um, a couple of... Three early starts in a row with little little sleep. So I'm just flagging a little bit, Catherine, is what I'm saying. And no, my tea, my teacup is empty. Yeah. Okay. Um, other Jonathan. Hi, hip, 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 Ian. Hop, hip, hip, hip. Uh, so two things today. First of all, uh, yes. I think what annoys me most about the other Jonathan yeah. is that we've got similar interests. Like not the racism. Well, you, the you hate you hate women and gays, okay? <laughs> no, but like like geeky stuff, like Star Trek and yeah. um, the games and stuff like that. So I'm beginning to think he's an evil version of me, and I don't know what to do about it. He well, he can't be because he doesn't have a goatee. If he had, we all know that if there are evil versions of people, they look identical, but they have goatees and generally wear black. That's true, and a cape as well. Yeah, often a cape or a black leather jacket if it's Michael Knight's um, uh, twin, um, Garth. If if they're a woman, of course, they have black hair rather than blonde hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you never know. You never know. Jonathan, not the racist one. (laughs) Um, My second point is, uh, are you friends with Jeff Lloyd yet? With who? Jeff Lloyd. Oh, lovely Jeff Lloyd, who works on um, a rival... Well, he's not absolute, it's not a rival to us. He's a rival to our sister station, Virgin. So, um, and I used to work with him years and years ago, and I recorded... I'm recording, by the way, dear listener, um, uh, uh, two shows every Sunday for a, a, a panel show for um, a podcast. They're free. If you follow me on Twitter, at Ian Lee, I'll tweet the link. I can't... If you just type in Ian Lee, War of the Words, then you'll find details. Uh, that's it. At... W-O-T-W-H-Q. That's where you need to go. At W-O-T-W-H-Q. And you'll find out details. Free tickets. And it's in London. And we do... And Jeff Lloyd was one of the people. And it was Jeff Lloyd and Mackenzie Crook. And it was the gentlest, fayest um, uh, panel show I've ever seen or heard in my life. Three socially awkward, shy men... (laughs) Um, <laughs> making each other laugh, um, but no, I haven't. But Jeff has sent me a very nice email, inviting me to, really... inviting me for a cup of tea or a stroll. <laughs> Why not both at the same time? Well, you can't you can't drink tea while strolling. It's just not the done thing. I mean, it was a really, really funny show, despite the fact that you're all socially awkward. It, it didn't really come across. And like speaking to Jeff afterwards, he was like, "Oh, I was really awkward." That's like you weren't really. And my fear is, how can you two become friends if in real life you're so shy? Well, me and Mackenzie are friends. I mean, saying that, that we, we don't speak to each ago. other anymore, you know. I haven't seen Mackenzie for... Um, uh, when was the last time I saw him? Oh, I don't know. I'm going to say... I'm going to say a year. So, um, I just... What I'll do is... Jeff sent me a lovely email um, today. 
I will... Rep- what month are we in now, Catherine? July. I'll reply to him just after Christmas. <laughs> That's how I'll play it, Jonathan. I've, I've, I've got it all worked out. Right, last call this hour, probably, and then uh, 08444991000. Good evening, Brian. Hello. You're live on talkradio.co.uk. Oh, what you got for us, boss? It's been, it's been a long wait. I was just going to say, I don't want to blow air all over you, but I am a huge fan. Oh, well, no, you, you blow air over me. Please, please do. Didn't get a pun. Oh, come on. No, oh, I, right, I wanted to talk about sport. Yes? What? Right, we have had an excellent season of sport, the last month or two anyway. What are you talking about? Sport. 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 Oh, OK, sport. I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to the Olympics. No, I'm not. The drug cheap Russians aren't allowed in there. That's the best story well, ever about sport. Just, they were state sponsored. That, you know? State sponsored drug cheating by the KGB. Beautiful. Wow. Uh, what I was going to say was, is there not an argument that we should let everyone get on the drugs? Yeah. Yeah. The athletes. Athletes. You mean? Yes. But I mean, imagine Henrik Stenson. Yeah. On Sunday. I've got no idea who he's bad. talking about. You haven't watched the golf. Of course I've not watched the golf, Brian. I thought you said you were a fan. I'm a huge fan, mate. Well, then you would know that I've not watched the golf. No, I know that you have watched the golf, mate. There's no point being all touchy and a bit like... Of course I'm ashamed I've not, of watching it. I've not watched it. You always get like this with me. I've never watched golf. The only golf I've seen is Happy Gilmore and when I used to play Tiger Woods. Right. What did you think of Wales' performance in the Euros, then? What?! Actually, they did really, really well, and it was um, the, the the furthest they've ever got in a major tournament. Well, it was. Gareth Bale, uh, of course, carried the team, but the rest of the team, actually, he brought them up to his level. He did, to be fair. They and did. That, and that was only with classy or below drugs. No, they didn't so have any drugs. No, hang on a minute, hang on, you can't say that. They didn't have any... There were no drugs in the Welsh football team. Uh, yes, uh, it, like a bad stand-up comedy routine from the 1990s, yes, I agree. All athletes should be allowed to take drugs, but they should only be allowed to take hallucinogenic drugs. I would yeah, love to see talking. the hundred metre dash um, art with everyone on LSD. That'll learn them, or the um, the the javelin uh, on mescaline. Or that's what I'd like to see. Don't take drugs, kids. Of course, I'm doing a little comedy riff here, guys. We don't condone the use of drugs at all. But that's what I'd what like about, to see. What about Pokemon being an actual sport, but only drugs involved? You're obsessed with drugs, Brian. I would suggest you need to cut down. Obsessed with drugs. Broken Britain. Don't do you're broken Britain. Don't do drugs, kids. That, that, that way, um, <laughs> madness or incredible amounts of creativity, but generally madness lies. So don't genuinely don't do drugs, unless you want to. It's a life choice. I'm not going to preach to you. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. And we're reaching the final hour of the show. No, don't do straight to air. I'm not doing it for July. We'll have a little rethink. Well, you're now. I'm off for uh, uh, seven days in August. I've got a week. I've got Friday, then a week, and I come back for a bit, and then I've got a day off. Um, but you're off for like ever. No, I'm not what. Not forever. Well, for two weeks. Well, it's not really two weeks, though, is it? Well, <laughs> doesn't really work out that way. Well, how, well, how long is it? Twenty seventh to the seventh. What does that? What does that? It's about, it's about ten days, isn't it? Well, t- so ten show days. No. Why are you speaking in riddles? Why don't you answer the question? I don't How want the burglar to come round. No, well, no, because your sister's going to stay in your house. You yeah, told she's me that. She's got a massive dog that rips people's. Oh, no, but your sister's off. actually staying in your house. You know that. Mm. She's no, she's on holiday as well. Oh, for crying out loud, Catherine! I'm going to come round and um, leave a deposit. 
<laughs> I'd like to leave a deposit on that house, you dirty bugger. No, I want to buy it. Uh, oh, right, time for this. Talk radio. Right, right, right. There's loads of stuff I've got written down that I wanted to talk about. And um, I've not got round to talking about any of it. Uh, 0844-499-1000. You'll speak to Ed, and Ed's a very nice gentleman. He will call you back. When we come back after the news, remind me to tell you about my experience on Go Ape today. OK? Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yeah. 
Give it a bit more menace. Didn't think there was enough menace in the song. No, so it seldom it, is. It's giving it a bit of menace. This is Ian Lee. Catherine is in the studio. I don't know why. We need to talk about this. It's the second I'll week in a row. Well, bothered. no, steady on. 0844 499 1000 is the phone number. You'll speak to it. He will call you back. Now, today, uh, my, my boys are on some holiday early. I don't know what's going on there. And I had them today. Today was marred by me having to... Sorry, boring you, am I? No, I'm just tired. Mm, me too. Very tired, actually. Partly because I um, went through some kind of physical hell today. Not just physical <clears> from the sounds of it. Well, you're yeah, very emotional. physical. It was horrible. Uh, I took the boys to Go Ape, right? Mm, I've and seen that. They love distance. it. It's the thing where you go into the woods, right? And you climb up some stairs and basically there's like rope bridges and all these kind of stupid bridges str- str- straddled between the trees. And then you zip wire down and then you do that for an hour, right? And, and they're juniors. They're only six and four. So they haven't gone the adult one. They go on the junior ones, right? This, this is the key thing. And there are only two courses on there. And my six-year-old absolutely loves it. And he's kind of the more reticent of the two. But he throws himself at it with gay abandon. Absolutely loves it. It's wonderful to see him um, enjoying himself so much and, and being so, you know, kind of quite brave. The four-year-old, um, before I've taken both of them, the four-year-old wouldn't go up. He wanted to stay and watch, and that was fine. And then last time he went with his uh, with his mum, and he went up. So it's like, right, we're all going to go on and um, do the go out. It's expensive, 54 quid it was for what? the three of us for an hour. Yeah. Blimey. Yeah, it's been my thought. But it was, but they love it, right? And, you know, I'm... I'm once lucky. in a while, I Yeah, guess. exactly, exactly. It's a trick. And... Um, because of the four-year-old's four, I had to go up with him. I was like, yeah, wicked, all right, fine, bring it on, bring it on. Uh, once I got up there, I was, I, I was terrible, I crapped myself. I was absolutely petrified. I mean, like, properly frozen with fear. You go along the first bridge, right? So you go up there, you go, and you go, and you go... Flipping it, this is really, this is actually really high. And I'm up there with kids. Suddenly, there's one mum up there. But it's all kids. My boys were the youngest. The rest were sort of seven, eight, nine, ten. And I'm there. And I'm looking down. I went, you, and you've got, you got a, 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 the safety rope. So you can't fall. And the safety Carabina rope. and all that. Yeah, yeah. The safety rope is, is probably um, about a foot long. So if you fall off, which people do, or fall between the, the, the you know, the bits of wood, um, you, you, you'll just drop like six inches and you pull yourself back up. So you, you cannot die. Mm-hmm. Right? You cannot fall off there. You cannot die. You cannot drop from there, right? And I knew all of this and I'd seen it. I'd seen it loads, right? And I, and I knew all of this logically. And I was stood up there and I thought, flipping it, this is awful. And um, the six-year-old, boom, he's off. He's off, running around, running around. Uh, the four-year-old, <clears throat> a little bit more reticent. The first time around, he's a bit more reticent. The second time after, he was he was bombing all over the place. He wouldn't go down the zip wire, which which I, I, I was, surely that's the culmination. Yeah, of your he hard didn't work. He, he didn't want to do the zip wire. He's scared, and there are a lot. There are quite a few kids actually that were scared of the zip wire, and they do a brilliant job. The people that work there are brilliant, right? Absolutely brilliant, and they were doing a brilliant job at, co- at coaxing um, some of the kids that wanted to do it. And if they didn't want to do it, it was fine. There was no shaming or anything like that. It was great. You if know. you don't want to do the zip wire, how do you get down? They have to, you have to, they, they, um, cause someone comes and gets you and you, they, they take you down the stairs. You kind of go down a different oh, route. Right. So you're always, all the time, you, you're clipped on. Mm-hmm. They take you down and then you go back up. You can only go on the first course. You can't go on the second course if you don't do the zip wire. Cause you have to, if you're on the second one, you have to go down the zip wire. And I kind of wanted to do the zip wire because I've never done it before. And ever since watching Krypton Factor as a boy, yeah. 
I kind of thought, oh yeah, but my the youngest didn't want to do it, and I had to go stay with him, and and that was fine. I was cool with that. But up on this thing between the trees, honestly, Kath, and I'm not exaggerating, I was so scared. And the first bridge you go across, and the bridges are about um, twenty foot. There was one that was probably about thirty foot, right? And you go across, the first one, it's fine, because you've got ropes on the side. You're in, like, a sort of netting thing. And that was all right. It's wobbling more than I thought. And I thought, OK. The second one, you had, like, crosses and then circles of wood and then crosses, and you had to step over it. And all you've got to hang on to there is, like, one rope, right? And and th- someone explained this to me, and this is this is not me bullshining. This is true, right? Because I'm a tall... This is designed for kids, this one. So the rope that you hold on to and the rope that you're strapped, the, the metal cable that you're strapped onto sort of come just above my waist. So they're beneath me. So that quite a lot of you wafted around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The so the centre, so I had to duck down to kind of do it, right? And so the centre of gravity is all over the place. And the, one, the, the dad that was watching said, if you did the adult <laughs> one, you'd, you'd find it easier because yeah. it's for your height. Yeah. And your centre of gravity is, is where it's supposed to be. Uh, and this, that second one, I was doing it, and I thought, I can't do this. I was sweating. Sweat was pouring off me. Then we got to the third one. It was called Grandpa's Crossing, right? And there's a little sign on the tree in each one, Grandpa's Crossing. And you're about 20 feet up in the air, and it said, rate, difficulty rating, easy. Oh. Flipping at Kath. Honestly, it was the one that had me. It was, um, this was about 35 feet long. And it was like a sort of bridge, but it was on a bit of a slope. And I was, and I had to do it one step at a time. And I was singing to myself. I was singing um, bizarrely. I was singing "Hey Hey," that that the, the "Hey Hey" song by Imani Coppola, and alternating it with. Um, um, I wonder if I've got it on here because this was. I don't know quite know why this was. Because um, I haven't got the internet, I can't. K K L. Oh, hang on a minute. I will have it. Uh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Um, let me try and find it. It's it's important, you know. Can you not just sing it? No, it's important. Here we go. I was, I was singing this to myself. I want, hang on a minute. There we go. Did you ever have to make up your mind? I'm singing this, but just this bit. That was all I could remember. So const- I'm just singing that. I kept singing that over and over, and I was sweating. And the the kids were were far enough ahead of me. I was swearing like nobody's effing this, effing this is effing Gosh. awful. And then there were then there was another bridge. Right, there were about six bridges on this course, and it was like a zigzag, and the zigs. When you, oh, and I nearly fell off, and I let out a massive, oh, shh! And all the parents down there were laughing and stuff, well, thinking I was doing a piece. Uh, and I was terrified. And after, uh, Sam and Baz, I'll come to you in a bit, 08444991000. And um, after every, we went round it, I think, six times in the hour, and after everyone, I said to my youngest, look, do you want to take a break? No. Okay, fine, and I did it, and I, and and afterwards, I said to my sons, 
Uh, when we were doing it, I, you know, I did it and I smiled and was, was laughing. And they, and they would, didn't hear the swearing. They would call me and I would be focusing on my feet and I'd say, yes, daddy's a bit busy right now. I will have a look in a minute. Yes, no, don't swing it. Well, the youngest was then put his foot on and start wobbling it. <gasps> don't wobble it. Um, and afterwards I said to him, look, boys, that was, um, you loved it. That's great. I'm going to be honest with you. I hated every single second of it. I had no pleasure. What well, I pleasure seeing you guys enjoying yourself. I had no pleasure doing it. I was genuinely terrified. It's got to be the scariest thing I've done in a long, long time. And my eldest said to me, why did you do it then? I said, I'm glad you asked. I did it because um, you are my kids and you are more important than me. And if I didn't go up there, then your youngest brother wouldn't have been allowed to go up there and it wouldn't have been fair for you to go up there. So no one would have gone up there. And as a dad, you do things for your kids that you don't like. And sometimes financially you don't like it. Some, you know, but and this, I, I didn't like it because I was flipping terrified of it. But I did it. At which point they've switched off. It was going. Yeah, they're going. Idiot. They were. They were off there on the on the swings. <laughs> Honestly, Kath, well, it was very noble of you. To no, do it. it was horrible. I, I really, I, I had the sweats. I had the sweats. My body was drenched in sweat, and just singing, just constantly, just constantly. This is going round. Did you ever? did that song come from? Well, Why is that in my head? Thankfully, my eldest is terrified of heights, so good. I'll be the one down at the bottom holding the bags with her. Oh, good. Well, no, your youngest, you'd have had to go up with her. How old is she? She's four. You'd have to go up with her. If she she wouldn't go if her big sister wasn't on there. No, she would. I told you about my eldest. Didn't yeah. like flying a kite on the weekend because oh. the kite was too high. Wow. That's how frightened of heights she is. She's on the ground and she's frightened for a flipping kite. The boys love a good kite. I um I, I had beef with kites for my whole life, right? And it only dawned on me the other day when we were flying our kite with incredible ease. When I was about 10, my kite, my parents bought me a kite and they bought what was very much in on vogue at the time in the uh, late 70s, early 80s, a stunt kite. Right. So it wasn't... Two handles. Two handles. Now, a stunt kite is really hard to fly and it's really hard to get it off the ground. So I always thought all kites were really difficult to fly, which is why I was reluctant to get one for the boys. And then when I did, and uh, I'd never got that stunt kite to fly. Never. Never, ever got it up in the air at all. If I did, it got up for two seconds and it would just spin round and crash yeah. on the floor. And it's because it was a stunt kite. I, I, I wasted, between the age of 10 and 40, I wasted four years on a kite that, you know, really, unless you're the kite runner, you, you wouldn't have been able to fly it. My parents ruined my childhood in many, many ways, if I'm completely honest with you. Um, 0844-499-1000. Baz, Sam, Dan, Nick, stay there. Come to you after this. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Right, let's um, do these in order. Yes, Baz? Hello. Hello, Baz. How was, um, what was that you were, were you eating or drinking? I'm going to say drinking. I was taking a swig of uh, wine, actually. Beautiful. From that instance. Beautiful. Cl- yeah, yeah. Cla- classy list. We got classy listeners drinking wine. Straight out of the bottle, mate. Oh. Um, oh, but in, in my defence, it's my birthday, so it's not quite as. Uh, well, that's, that's even more. In many ways, it's even more pathetic. 
Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Are you on your own? Uh, I, I'm about to go out, actually, but I, I rang you just to make a point. 20 past 12 on a Monday yeah. night, you're about to go out. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I'm, I'm are you, what, are, what are you, a murderer or something? No, I, I'm going to central Birmingham, actually. So um, oh, someone's quite better. a few pl- places still open until... Yeah, it's, it's good. Uh, I, like, I like Birmingham. Birmingham gets a bad rap, and it's, it's good. I found the best Malaysian restaurant in Birmingham. And it was, um, there used to be a guy that would stand outside it, a black guy. Oh, that was it. Do you remember the black guy? He would stand outside it and he'd wear like a one-piece bodysuit and it would cover his face. And he was advertising a different restaurant. And oh, he yeah, would, you showed I, me a video I, I, of this guy. I filmed guy. him, yeah. And he would like do like well, all this crazy dancing. his face, how, how did you know he was black? Because you could see through it. It was, it was kind of a, a thin cotton. You could see, oh, okay, it was, you could right. see he was black underneath it. Um, and it was it was like it was one one piece sort of bodysuit, and he would do this mad dancing, and I always felt so sorry for him. But I did go and film him with on my so phone. You filmed you filmed a guy who was probably down on his luck, yeah, and really really needed the money. I tell you, someone the... who's down on their luck near where I live is um, Spider Man. He's standing by the side of a roundabout advertising pizzas. Yeah, yeah. Poor Spider Man. Poor Spidey. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a few of those in Birmingham actually. There's there's a guy called. Um, the homeless Spider-Man who goes around and gives wow. homeless people sandwiches. Is he dressed up as Spider-Man? Yeah, and he's dressed oh. up as Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, if, if you YouTube him, you can find him. Oh, brilliant. Um, and that's quite... I'm not sure whether or not I like him for doing it. It's kind of like, well, shouldn't you be doing that anyway? Where's well, the- hang on a minute. Are you doing it? No. Exactly. You've got to respect him for um, for doing that. And also, the thing about charity is you're not supposed to... Your, your left hand's not supposed to know what your right hand's doing. Is that about yes. charity? Mm. So you, you're not supposed to bang on about it. Well, he's... Unless he's actually Peter Parker, um, it, 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 we don't know who this guy is. Wonderful. <laughs> I think he's just a random bloke from Birmingham. He's obviously he's nuts. In, yeah, he's in that case. Yeah. Completely in that case. Um, I did a I phone in to... once. I did a phone in once, and it's a good phone in. But you have, you, you have to tread carefully because a lot of these people are, um, are, are are unwell. But I did do yeah. a phone in. Maybe it's LBC or Absolute um, about every area has got what we used to call a local nutter, but what we now call a character. <laughs> like in Stoke Newington, for a long time there was a guy that people would call Stokey De Niro, right. and he would basically. Would... Can I stop you there for a second? Yeah, yeah, go on. Did he look like Robert De Niro? He, no, but he would walk along wearing a suit and he would do the arm movements, doing, you look, you're looking at me, I don't see nobody here. He would do that all the time. And um, near where I used to live, there was a woman that I would now call... Um, Character. Well, yeah, I'm trying to think of a different name from what we actually called her, because it was actually quite cruel. But we called her... Um, oh, I'm going to say it. We called her Fat Pamela Anderson, right? Fat Pamela Anderson. Because she, and she was always running. Always running, but with like big, big red lipstick on and really glamorous. Always running. And other people have said, and everywhere has got a character. Going back to Stokey De Niro, I tried to watch Baz for the first time ever today. The first time ever. Taxi Driver. I've never seen Taxi Driver, right? Fantastic film. Boring film. I loved it. I I gave it 15 minutes and I went, nah, this is rubbish. But was that because you thought it was going to be amazing and didn't give it a chance to, to sort of well, settle I, in? Well, I or... thought it was... I genuinely thought it was going to be funny. 
What? Funny. Yeah. I genuinely thought it was it was had moments of like comedy because sh- because and I'll tell the you why. This doesn't mention any comedy though. No, I'll tell you why. Right, because I've not read this synopsis. Because because the the you you're talking to me. The bit where he's in the mirror. You're talking to me. Right, I don't okay, see nobody. Yeah. That's been pastiched. Yes. So even by himself in the Rocky and Bullwinkle, <laughs> Bullwinkle movie, Robert De Niro does it. It's been pastiche so many times. I thought that was like a sort of famous comedy sketch. It's not. It's about someone losing uh, his mind. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I gave it fifteen minutes, and I saw him go into a porno cinema, and I thought, Nah. Do you know what? Actually, um, I bet this is, would have been good in my twenties, mm. um, but as a, as a forty-three-year-old man, it's rubbish. Also, it was like four o'clock on a Monday afternoon. It doesn't matter. Well, I'm allowed. I, my, I'm, I, I, a certain amount of darkness you can have no, at that time. I can transport myself to any period in in history just by um, changing my clothes. Okay. Maybe that's why I enjoyed it because I, although it was filmed and and, and released in the seventies, yeah, um, I watched it in my twenties. I'm still yeah. in my twenties. I'm 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 twenty seven, uh, and I watched it when I was about twenty four or something. It's a kids' film, yeah. yeah but I, I don't think it's a kids' film. I think it's. I think it's a young man's film. Well, when I say kids, I mean 24. And when you're... And and Baz, in 16 years' time, you'll know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Or or I may not be alive. Well, you know, the way you're going, man, you you might not be. Listen, thank you for that. Enjoy your evening. Happy birthday. Um, Let's do these in order. Dan. Hello, Dan. It's uh, Neville from Cardiff, actually. Oh, hello. What was your name? Sorry, caller? It's Neville from Cardiff. Hello, Neville. What have you got for us, Neville? Well, I've just been maintaining my Facebook fan pages, and I thought I'd call up, and uh, I've got a song for you, Ian. Fantastic. OK, Neville. What song it's, have you got? Well, am I allowed to play it? It's about one of my favourite female celebrities. Um, well, I, well, can you sing it live? I, I can certainly try. OK, then, yes. Away you go. OK, just a moment. I'm going to give myself a little counting. It's 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 no low horn. Uh, next time, excellent stuff, Neville. Next time, have the music a little bit lower in the mix. But we got the we got the gist, and I'm saying I'm gist. Please, I try to do these things live. I'm there are, there are so many more things you, that you'd need to apologise about more than the mix. So uh, <laughs> don't worry, Neville. Thank you very much. Yes. Sir. Oh, hang on a minute. My phone's gone to. Uh, there we go. Yes, Sam. Hello. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, Sam. What you got for us? You through to Ian and Kath. Ah, I've got two things. Um. One of them's like me sad, and the other one's like happy, I guess. Oh, Christ, okay. First thing is, I'm not sure if you heard, but there's an attack in um, Germany. Yep, um, yep, yep. Yeah, it's trending on Twitter, yeah. 
I understand Katie Hopkins one bit because she, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say this, but she tweeted something, a picture of an axe that had like a like a res of hue around it, basically taking a mick in a weird way. So like just like um, that what, picture. What has she tweeted? Hang on a second. Let me see. I've got Twitter on my phone. What's, let's see. Okay. What's, uh, let's see what she's... Uh, it's like a picture. It's like, like an axe on it, like, it's like a red kind of... And that's it. Let's I think. I've retweeted it. I want to find it as well. Um, she pray for Germany, but well, she's well, uh, well. I think she's, uh, well, yeah, well. But I don't think she's done that as a joke. Yeah, it, it, it just seems a little bit kind of. I don't know. I think going back to Twitter, like I do like Twitter, but obviously sometimes jokes or is it meant to, to be? Is it meant to look like, um, like, um? What's, is that meant to is that meant to be a reference to Islam? Or am I reading too much no, into that? I don't that? think so. I don't think so. I think it's meant to be an axe. So it's just an axe. Yeah. Well, then, well, she just picked, put a picture of an axe. Yeah, no, but it was an axe attack. But I think that's probably why. It was well, yeah, that's why she's put an axe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just reading into. But I don't know what your point it. is. Neither do I. Really, but. Well, she's just put. I mean, <laughs> she's she's put pray for Germany. You know. Yeah, I know. It's a thing. Post picture of an axe is a little bit disrespectful, but again, that's me, me, me being too sensitive, I guess. I think, I think so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the other thing is, do you like Lily Allen? Sorry? Do you like Lily Allen? Well, that's a random question to ask, but... Let me just... ask Catherine. Catherine, do I like Lily Allen? I think you, you admire <sighs> a spunk. Yeah, I do you like Lily. I like, um... I like one of the... I like, I like her attitude to life. I bet, I, oh, yeah, I bet if I met her... Um, we'd get on. Yeah, I like yeah. Lily Allen. I think she's got a pretty voice. She's wonderful. Um, I, I'm quite into sort of female singers, like who's well, not rap as such, but I really like that. Uh, Imani Coppola, buddy. Listen, Sam, there's my tip for you tonight, right? Imani Coppola. Imani Coppola. Little Jackie was an, a band that she was in. Imani Coppola. She's going to come on the show, although she stopped replying to my emails, but it's going to happen. That's my top tip for music, guys. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. It's the last... Th- Catherine is here in the studio, mm. instead of producing. Well, I'm producing... Uh, from close rather than from what, afar. What, what, explain what a producer does, because I've never quite fathomed it. Well, I, with, with you. Yeah. I've never fathomed it with the, with the other producers. Yeah, I've got it. I've seen it. Um, but with you. Yeah, you remember that time you got into loads of trouble with the Daily Mail? That was when I was on holiday. The Chinkies um, was the thing. Was that the time? No. No? The other time. Which? The, with the, oh, with the, with with the, the Black and Asian show. Yeah. Here's the thing, so that's guys. That's what I do. I stop you from doing Here's that. Here's the thing, guys. That's what they used to... And everyone at the BBC stitched me up with that. Mm-hmm. That's what they used to call that programme, the Black and Asian show. It wasn't me being generic. It was me... Um, that was what they used to call it. And every one of those... Biscuits at the BBC stitched me up and left me to hang out to dry. You winkers. I've got your cards marked, Moss and Colhane. I've got those cards marked. Trust me. Trust me. Hey, you were telling me how you came off Twitter because mm. you slagged off someone. Um, you, meant, you sent a I was room- having a private conversation with someone, or so I thought, and then I realised yeah. that I'd, I, I, yeah. what was a DM had been posted. 
You, Thankfully, did, I didn't use any names or patrons. You had a touch of the Bothams about you, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> well, I didn't show a you picture expo- of my... But um... you exposed yourself. No. Well, you did. I exposed my... You, yeah, you, I did. Exposed I exposed your... my ugly side like he did. You, <laughs> uh, you exposed your, your inner bitch. It's not that inner No. Um, and so you deleted Twitter... As a result, I terrified myself. I was like, "Oh, I can't handle this!" Wow. Who were you talking to, and who were you slagging off? I was talking. Don't to... say it. Don't answer the question. Well, I was talking to Ronnie Barber. Okay. And I was slagging off a. Don't, don't. Oh, don't. I was slagging off someone who had uh, offended me. Um. A nemesis. Yeah, I, that person wasn't my nemesis. I got on with that person. Mm. I like that person. Yeah. Didn't like. I, I like that. I didn't approve of all the working styles. But I was, when I when I joined, I was I was I was beaten. I was battered. That person um had a bit of a vendetta against me. For a second, I, I pictured a Vianetta. <laughs> and I thought Ooh. probably one of those as well. Do you remember mm. when back in the day? Oh, my boy dropped his um, ice cream and I said I'd buy him another one. I didn't. Oh, well. Oh, you forgot. Back in the day, Vianetta was considered posh. Classer, yeah. Well, you're going to restaurants and they don't have Vianetta, do they? You, you never go in there. I tell you, the, the worst place to get a pudding, Indian restaurants. Mm. Their puddings are rubbish. And I don't Chinese, think I've ever managed a pudding in well, an Indian Well, restaurant. Chinese restaurants, they just have, like, um, fried banana. Flipping it, mate. Come on, I'm not... It's horrible. But in Indian restaurants, you, you sometimes you think, oh, you know what? Yeah, I could have, I could do with the pudding. And you look at the dessert menu, but they're all um, like frozen puddings that you'd buy in a shop. Yeah, and like you're half, t- a, like you're half a lemon or half an orange with ice cream in it. Yeah, and they're all they're all rubbish. It's mm. not like you know the home cooked. I you know I haven't had a curry for ages actually. Fried one on Saturday, so good. I um, well, I'm on a diet. And my weight's going up, so um, Dennis, Dennis, call back because the phone's got the phone isn't working. We can't ring you, you muppet. Um, Nick, good evening, Nick. Uh, hi. Hello, Nick. What have you got for us? Um, just on the subject of local characters, um, mm. there's one in my area who I uh, I don't know if I can say his name. Don't say, uh, his, don't say his name. Does he have a nickname? Because they generally have nicknames. Yeah, yeah, he does. I don't even know if it's, if, if it's his real name. Wow. Um, it, it, it's, it, well, it's John, but he, can I say Mad John? Is that allowed? Well, well, no, it's not. We're all thinking significantly less of you, but let's... <laughs> yes, of course you can say Mad John. John's um, not mad. So, yeah, I remember him from when I was a kid, right? Um, yeah. he, would, he, he has a massive, like, Santa beard. He's a big dude. Yeah. And he, he kind of cycles around on his bike yeah. with, with it's got just piles of stuff in it and on it. Um, so I remember him from when I was a kid. And then I went away from the area for, for like 10 years. And I came back 10 prison. years later. Did you go to prison? <laughs> no. Um, and, he, and he was still there. Yeah. He was still there 10 years later. And what would he do? What was his, what was his act? Because there was, you reminded me, when I was growing up in Slough, there was a, 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 a tramp called Nobby. And um, and everyone knew Nobby, and Nobby was this old guy with a big white bushy beard, looked like Father Christmas, and people would buy him drinks, and he and he would, you know, and everyone knew. All right, Nobby, yeah. and everyone treated him with affection. Did they do this with Mad John? Yeah, everyone treats him with affection. He 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 doesn't really have an act or a bit apart right. from just being drunk all the time. Yeah, and yeah. the bike with, with the stuff on. Yeah, and the bike with the stuff on, and the beard, and the shouting and singing. 
Um, but everyone kind of knows him. And then during the, uh, in my area, there's like a like a big event that goes on every year. Um, yeah. So uh, if he, one year, I think two years ago, while that event was happening, he kind of disappeared. Yeah. And it's a big event that kind of people flock to. Um, and I thought they might have kind of you, cleared him out or something yeah. to kind of, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, old, in the olden days, um, in the uh, 1800s, they, um, uh, poor people would be shipped into the next county. And yeah. then, and then, and then they started doing that um, under the Tory government. They started move, you were able to move poor people out of your area, so um, that happens. Well, I, yeah. So I, I thought that had happened, and then I was in the kind of next borough. Yeah, and um, and there he was. He was he was sitting outside a bank with a with a Carlsberg, and he was he was all right. <laughs> well, he's branching out. Well, good. Well, good. <laughs> For him, and and for, before yeah. anyone says we're not making light of mental illness or oh, alcoholism, yeah, these but great. these people exist, and they are they the, the world is richer for them. Nick, thank you very much. I'm going to move on to Dennis because um, Dennis is paying for this call like some sad sack. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not. Yeah, well, yes, you are. No, 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 no. It's not. Somebody else is paying for it now. Anyway, <laughs> turn the I radio off. Hang on a minute. Oh. I rang you to thank you for the disc you sent me. No, turn the ra- turn the radio off. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, God. I remember, 91, can't do any better. I rang you up to thank yes. you for the disc. Did it come? But then when I, when I started listening, I thought, Christ, oh, you're, they're all half asleep, the people who were talking to you. And it was only when Catherine came on that I realised that they weren't all asleep. What are you, t- what are you talking about now? But when I switched on this evening... Oh, tonight. Over, uh, oh, you moved uh, on to a different uh, conversation uh, uh, in the same you, sentence. Going on like that, as though there was half asleep. And I thought, Christ, don't yeah. tell me you're boring them so much they're falling asleep. <laughs> it has happened. <laughs> it has happened before. Hey, some presenters have fallen... Is it, was it um, Mike Mendoza or was it um, Charlie... Um, why can't I think Charlie um, Wolf? Didn't Charlie? I know Charlie Wolf collapsed on air because I've got a recording of it. Mike Dickin fell asleep on air. It was Mike Dickin. That was it. That was it. Like proper. Yeah, asleep. But Ash was, t- Ash was yeah. telling us Mike Dickin fell asleep actually on he says air. He's got the tape of it somewhere. Oh, I want to hear that. I want to hear that. You love Mike Dickin. It was only when Catherine came on that I realised what a bright lady she is. Yeah. Thanks yeah. Very much. Fair enough. I'm wide awake. Wake all these people up, will you? I will do, Dennis. Thank you very much. I'm glad the CD arrived. And Dave Cribb, yeah, we know. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Stay there, Pablo. We're going to go to Neil first. Neil before Zod. Hello. Hello. <laughs> hmm. uh, nice to speak to you again. Nice to speak to you, Neil. Oh, sorry, we put Kath and I just flagging a little bit. We're both very tired, and Kath's being silly. So I apologise. Oh, wake up! Enough. Wake up! Hip hip hip! Hip hip hip! Kath. Yeah. Yes, Neil. Come on, people. It's come... the late night radio show. You got to pick it up. He's... Well, well, you make you make a good point and a bad point. The good point was it's a late night radio show. The, but the, the, the bad point was, I don't know if you do need to, to, to wake up. I right. quite like the way, 
I think when I first came came here and did this show, it was a bit, it was a little bit too manic. And when I was at other places at night time, it was a bit too manic. I was doing like a breakfast show at night time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I quite like the way the show sort of winds down. Have you ever heard late night radio in the states? No. Oh, it's amazing. They always have a woman on who talks like that, Ooh. you know, all night long. Yeah. And she's like just thinking aloud, and yeah, she's winding down. Are you doing a voice? I was doing a little voice. Oh, then, nice yeah. one. Nice one. We're just winding. Se- doing a little sexy voice. Weird. Well, uh, I can do a sexy voice. Go on then. I'm doing it. I, I don't want you to do it. <laughs> this voice. <laughs> this voice is horny. <laughs> I'm doing a horny voice. Is everyone now is getting um, very very excited? Wow. <laughs> You're getting excited, aren't you, Neil? No, not at all. Yes, you are. I'm feeling a certain churning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm churning up inside for you, love. Oh, just stop it. Neil, what what have you got for us this evening? Well, um, the the local heroes, we, we had two. We local had the... heroes, that's a great name for yeah. a feature. Local heroes, beautiful, thank well, you. Well, well, we had this uh, we had this guy who always dressed like Elvis, yeah. like a rubbish Elvis. Yeah. And um, when I was growing up, you always saw him and you made fun of him. So anyway, I moved away from that little town, and yeah. then whenever I go back, I, I expected him to be gone, but he's still there. Mm. Uh, uh, how, how long has he been there for? Uh, this is like, I don't know, 15 years or something, um, and he is still dressing like Elvis. And does he sing like Elvis? Day. Does he talk like Elvis, or does he just dress got, like Elvis? Well, I think he is an actual Elvis impersonator, oh, you know, on. as in he does the shows and that, but I've never seen him do it. You know, all I do, all I see is that wow. he dresses like him every single day yeah. with the quest. And I would see now. Jacket. I would, um, I would go and talk to uh, these local heroes. You don't see many of them anymore because partly because they're dying off. Maybe because treatment of mentally ill people has, uh, I would like to suggest, has improved. Well, um, the, the 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 other guy that was from our town, who, who was a homeless guy. Yeah. Well, I, I think he was homeless, um, and his name was Khaki Pigeons. Khaki Pigeons. Uh, khaki Pigeons. Yeah. Khaki Pigeons. And, um, <laughs> khaki Pigeons. That, now, when you're saying khaki, do you mean that's khaki is in poopoo or khaki is in as in the colour khaki? Uh, well, listen, I, I've got no idea. It was okay. just that was his name, Khaki Pigeons. Khaki Pigeons. Great name for a yeah, band. Khaki Pigeons. If anyone yeah, wants to start a band called possibly. Khaki Pigeons, then do it, guys. <laughs> so, so, so. Well, I don't really want to tell you the the, the famous story about Kakapinja. It's kind of horrible. Did he murder someone? No, no, no. He just um, basically he, he was the guy that you used to go to get you to buy alcohol. Mm. Oh. Um. So to to uh, oh, no, I'm not going to tell the story. Okay. Okay. Can we talk about something different? Yeah, of course we can, because I'm guessing that story had a, had a sad ending. i tell you what I saw at the weekend, right? I saw a really good film at the weekend that I'd, I'd heard talked about on Radio 4, and I thought, oh, I think I might like that. Mm. Um, Sing Street. Have you heard of it, Neil? I watched it two days ago. Did you? And it was brilliant. I watched it and, two uh, days ago! Oh, it's weird. I watched it at uh, 10 right. o'clock in the morning, though. Were you peeping through uh, Neil's well, window? I watched it at night, and um, and I actually put the the soundtrack on my um, iPod the next day. Aren't the songs? The songs were the original songs were really good. It's it's been described as a, as a, as the new commitments set in the eighties, right? And the songs from it are all pastiches of eighties songs. There's a brilliant bit where um, 
their, uh, his older brother plays him music he should be listening to. And there's a brilliant bit where he plays them um, Man Eater by Hall and & Oates. And then the next song is just a wonderful rip-off of Man Eater. <laughs> the original songs were absolutely superb, weren't they? What was, uh, yeah. name one of the songs. I, I want to, I want to. Um... I, I, I love the, I love the one which was Drive It Like You Stole Drive It Like You Stole Drive It Like You Stole It. It's a great song. Um, yeah, it, it was such fantastic. a good film because I watched it and I thought, I'm not really that, I'm going to be that bothered by that. It looks kind of quite cute, and I've, I've, uh, you know, and I've got a morning to kill, um, and it was, but it was absolutely. I can't find um, where's YouTube on my phone. Have I deleted? I delete so many apps on um, my telephone. There it is. I've deleted something. It's moved it. Hang on a minute. Well, let me see if we can find a song from it because the songs are brilliant, and the story was just, and the ending was wonderfully preposterous. Um, yeah, it was good. Um, oh, lit. Oh, listen to this. The riddle of the model. <laughs> oh, the riddle of the model. It's brilliant. There we go. Oh, fantastic. Here we go. Oh. Especially like Duran Duran. Yeah, Duran, this is Duran Duran song. She's standing on the corner <laughs> Like an angel in disguise And as I look a little closer Watch that. It's such a good film. I tell you what, we're going to end on um, Drive Like You Stole It as well. We'll end on that because it's oh, just. Oh, nice one. We'll, we'll end on that. Neil, listen, I'm going to move on so I can fit that song in because it's a corker. Thank you for that. Such a good film. I mean, like proper, you know, feel good movies. Mm. Uh, but yeah, you watch it, you feel brilliant. And he's, oh, it's wonderful. Pablo, hey, Pablo, you've been on already. What the heck? Hip, hip, hip. Hip, Sorry. hip, hip. Yes. You just mentioned two things quite close, and it, it uh, set an itch off in my head, and I had to, uh, had to scratch it. Go on. Um, mm-hmm. you, you were talking about Star Trek, and then you started talking about um, evil twins having yeah. Yeah. beards and the like. Yes. If I'm not mistaken, that concept, that very concept, was invented by Star Trek in the original series. W- was it? Yeah, well, it was no alternate dimension where you had a Spock, a Turk, etc., yeah. And the difference was they all had beards. Uh, well, well, did they invent... I'm sure it would have ha- that would have happened before, wouldn't it? I'm, I'm thinking, off the top of my head, I'm thinking um, Twilight Zone. Well, well, probably. Well, you say probably. Oh, don't burst his bubble, it's well, late. Shatner was, Shatner was in a couple of them. Uh, do you know what? You're, no, Pablo, you're yeah, right. It was, it was the, uh, uh, the idea of the evil twin-stroke doppelganger having a beard comes from Star Trek. You're right. Um, oh, and uh, there, there was a, a, a more serious note. If that's okay, not uh, no, it, it's just obviously in regards to the whole mental health uh, yes. in the community type of yeah uh, talk, and the like. Obviously, it's been uh, the, the issues with hospitals and the like in the eighties, and actually closing a lot of them down without yeah. necessarily reforming the systems in place. So there's a lot of people who were just but but, the, but, Stoke, but Stokey De Niro and Fat Pamela Anderson were. Around 
in the mid to late 90s. Oh, yeah, I mean... There was a fella! Oh, God, there was a fella about five years ago, right? Um, He was at the gym I went to once. He used to go to a gym. And he was there doing, like, all this, like, really fancy, like, karate, but really badly. And me and my trainer went, ah, this guy's obviously damaged goods. And then he used to really annoy me, and I used to be very conflicted, because he was obviously mentally ill, but he used to really wind me up, because he'd come up to me and go... Well, he'd come up to me and go, you're the bloke off the telly! And he'd do all that. And he would shout at me in the street, right? And he was obviously on medication... Because sometimes his face would go all puffy, and sometimes, and sometimes he would look very lethargic, and sometimes, and he would get on the bus and shout at me on the bus, "You're the bloke on the telly," and it used to, it was, it was invasive, and it was, it was rude, and it was very, very uncomfortable. Mm. And then once I saw him, and he had two massive black eyes, and someone had obviously oh. kicked him in, and uh, then I didn't well, see him again after that. Yeah. It was very sad, very sad. I think it, it, it's basically you, you've kind of like you, you've, you've had it in a situation where people have been at large released, uh, released. It sounds horrible. Um, uh, basically, been um, living in one place and then being put somewhere, which ultimately is a good thing, where you've got people who yep. have got to keep their own door and the like. But there's uh, and social services and care that's out there for people with um, mental health or learned disabilities or, or the like are are out there. The, 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 the plenty. But the only problem is that by the time they eventually catch up, as they were possibly round about the the nineties, where money was plentiful and all, everything was. Yeah. Was uh, Tony Blair and Funky, Funky exactly. uh, Dozy? Um, yeah, yeah, obviously since then it's just been cut after cut after cut, and obviously with. with well, then uh, we should the be current, seeing uh, more of these local heroes. Well, well yeah, yeah, there is enough. And we're not, Pablo. I'm going to have to go because I've got to, I've got to squeeze in this song. Um, uh, uh, someone has texted us. Oh. There used to be a tall, thin old man dressed in a top hat and tails who would stand at the junction of the A10 and Edmonton Church Street and wave at the traffic. Local heroes. That's. I wish I'd thought of that um, when I did that phone-in about six years ago, because that's a much more uh, appropriate thing. Right, that's it. We're done. We're going to play um, a, a song from um, Sing Street, just because I watched it the weekend, and I watched it, and I was... From pretty much the opening, it was a. Uh, it was. It had the the guy who pay, played the evil homosexual in Queer as Folk. Oh yeah. As the as the dad. Oh, I like him. Yeah, I do. I think he's a brilliant actor. I think he's nicely understated. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was uh, anyway. It was a good film. So, uh, Kath, you, your your um, work here is done. Excellent. Good evening, Id. Thank you. Your work here is done, dear listener. Your work has only just begun. <laughs>
mean a video? It's from my band. No. Talk radio. Listen. Phone. Talk. Talk radio. We'll get you talking.